హరే కృష్ణ వెల్కమ్ టు దిస్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత అండ్ టుడే వీ విల్ బి స్టడింగ్ ఫర్దర్ ఎవిడెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ద వేదిక్ ఎవిడెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ద ఇన్కార్నేషన్ ఆఫ్ లార్డ్ చైతన్య మహాప్రభు సో బిఫోర్ బిఫోర్ దాట్ వీ విల్ సే అవర్ ప్రేయర్స్ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం నమో భగవతే వాసుదేవాయ ఓం జ్ఞానతిమిరాంధ్య జ్ఞానాంజన శలాఖయా చక్షురున్మేళితం యేన తస్మై శ్రీగురవే నమ శ్రీచైతన్యమనోభీష్టం స్థాపితం యేన భూతలే స్వయంరూప కదామహ్యం దాతి స్వపదాంతికం వందేహం శ్రీగురో శ్రీ యుతపదకమలం శ్రీగురూన్ వైష్ణవాంశ్చ శ్రీరూపం సాగ్రజాతం సహగణరఘునాథాన్మితం తం సజీవం సాద్వైతం సావధూతం పరిజనసహితం కృష్ణచైతన్యదేవం శ్రీరాధాకృష్ణపాదాన్ సహగణలలితాశ్రీ విశాఖాన్మితాంశ్చ హే కృష్ణకరుణాసింధో దీనబంధో జగత్పతే గోపేష గోపికాకాంత రాధాకాంత నమోస్తుతే తప్తకాంచన గౌరాంగీ రాధే వృందావనేశ్వరి వృషభానుసుతే దేవి ప్రణమామి హరిప్రియే వాంఛాకల్పతరుభ్యశ్చ కృపాసింధుభ్యవచ పతితానాభ్యో వైష్ణవేభ్యో నమో నమ నమ ఓం విష్ణుపాదాయ కృష్ణప్రేష్ఠాయ భూతలే శ్రీమతే భక్తి వేదాంతస్వామినితి నామినే నమస్తే సారస్వతీదేవే గౌరవాణీ ప్రచారిణే నిర్విశేషూన్యవాదీ పాశ్చాత్యదేశతారిణే జయ శ్రీకృష్ణ చైతన్య ప్రభునిత్యానంద శ్రీఅద్వైతగదాధర శ్రీవాసాది గౌరభక్తవృంద హరే కృష్ణ హరే కృష్ణ 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 హరే 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 రామ హరే రామ 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 హరే హరే సో వెల్కమ్ టు దిస్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత సో వీఆర్ కంటిన్యూయింగ్ ద ఎక్స్ప్లెనేషన్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫోర్త్ వర్స్ ఆఫ్ చైతన్య చరితామృత అండ్ దాట్ ఈస్ డన్ ఇన్ ద థర్డ్ చాప్టర్ ఆఫ్ ది ఆదలీలా So this is chapter 1, text 4 of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is repeated again in chapter 3, text 4 of the Adalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So we will chant this verse. <coughs> so please repeat after me. I think we have already done the word to word, so we will just chant the verse together. Or maybe I will just chant the verse and then we will go ahead. One second, give me a second. అనర్పితరీం చిరాత్కరుణయావతీర్ణ కమర్పయితున్నోజ్వలరసాంస్వక్తిశ్రియం హరి పురటసుందరద్యుతికదంబసందీపిత సదా హృదయ కందరే స్ఫురతు వహ శచీనందన 
So, translation, may the Supreme Lord, who is known as the son of Srimati Shachi Devi, be transcendently situated in the innermost core of your heart, resplendent with the radiance of molten gold. He has descended in the age of Kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before, the most elevated mellow of devotional service, the mellow of conjugal love. So, as you can see in the purport, this is a quotation from the Vidagdha Madhava 1.2, a drama compiled and edited by Srila Rupa Goswami. So, in the previous verse, it is explained how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the self-same Krishna. Now, in this verse, which is the fourth verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, his great offering, his great benediction is explained. And there is a blessing that is offered by Srila Rupa Goswami, which is repeated here again by Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, that uh, may the Lord be situated in the innermost core of your heart. So this is um, the blessing that Rupa Goswami is giving to all the devotees who are uh, faithfully reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita and of course his, his work, the Vidagdha Madhava. So to go to the to get the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we have to go through the six Goswamis. Tadera Charana Shevi Bhakta Sanevas Janame Janame Hoy Eyabhilash. So Narutum Das Thakur is singing that um, I want to be the servant of the servant. Sorry, I want to be the servant of the servants of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who are the six Goswamis. I want to be the servant of that person who is serving the six Goswamis who are themselves serving Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this is Dasanu Dasanu Das. So this is the way one has to um, take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through the Parampara system, Evam Parampara Praptam. So unless we go through the Parampara, we cannot understand Krishna. And especially even Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we cannot understand him if we don't take shelter at the feet of the six Goswamis. And we cannot take shelter at the feet of the six Goswamis if we don't take shelter of the feet of our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. So, this is the Parampara system. It's a transcendental, as Srila Prabhupada says, it's a transcendental via medium to Krishna. Trans, uh, transparent means, transparent via medium means the knowledge comes from Krishna unadulterated. Transparent means as it is. If it is opaque, that means the knowledge as it is is not coming through but when there is some transparent glass sometimes i think there have been advertisements of glass you know how clean the glass is and, and how um, you know yeah clean it is made that the person just comes and you know bangs himself into the glass so to just to show that it is actually glass and not a person it almost looks like a i mean it almost looks like there's no glass there so, if it is transparent, that is the effect it produces. That there is nothing obstructing the vision. So much so that, you know, it's, it's just as if nothing is there in between. But of course, it is there. But without Guru, we cannot go to Krishna. Um, so, He is the transparent via medium. So, we can get the direct knowledge from Krishna as it is. Not translucent, not opaque, but transparent. Um, and uh, translucent is you know some of it you get and some of you some of it you don't the light from the other side if there is is translucent then you know it's it's distorted so there is no distortion in the message 
and it's two ways so the knowledge comes from krishna through the spiritual master through the parampara and our service to krishna goes also through the transparent via medium of the spiritual master not directly directly it is opaque uh, if the spiritual master is not there it's opaque krishna is naham prakasha sarvasya but when the you know naham prakasha sarvasya yogamaya samavrataha and kunti devi is also saying what is she saying ya maya javanikachanna javanikachannam what is this one second Okay. Maya Javanikachannam Agnyadhokshajamavyayam Nalakshase Moodhadrisha Nato Natyadharoyatha Javanika Javanika means curtain. When there is a curtain, it's not transparent, you know. When there's a curtain, it's not transparent. But if you want transparent, then you have to have spiritual master. Otherwise, it's going to be opaque. It's like a curtain. See, be, being beyond the range of limited sense perception, you are the eternally irreproachable factor covered by the curtain of deluding energy. You are invisible to the foolish observer, exactly as an actor dressed as a player is not recognized. So, who is the foolish observer? Okay, Moodhadrisha. Who is this foolish observer? You should understand. Oh, some mentally retarded fool. Oh, that guy is the foolish observer. No. Who are the foolish observer? Uh, Mudha, Mudha Drisha. Uh, so, who is Mudha? That is explained in Bhagavad Gita. Seven chapter, verse 15. Namam Dushkritino Mudha Prapadyante Naradhamaha Maya Yapahritagyana Asuram Bhava Mashritaha. Those miscreants who are grossly foolish, who are lowest among mankind, whose knowledge is stolen, stolen by illusion and who partake of the atheistic nature of demons, do not surrender unto me. They are the ones who are Moodhadrisha, his miscreants. Foolish, the fools, that means who are just interested in sense gratification, just like the animals, who are lowest among mankind. Hmm? who you know they're actually if you see the modern civilization is foolish and lowest of mankind they're just almost on the level of animals what do the animals do you study a life of an animal what does it do from dawn to dusk you just study one day one 24 hours of the animal's life and that is the that is pretty much the same pattern it goes on every single day of the animal's life what is that Eating, sleeping, fearing and mating. These are the things that go on. And nothing else goes on in the animal's life. Whole day just searching for food and sleeping and fighting. There are big, big fights that happen in the animal kingdom just for sex, just for food. And fear, they are always filled with fear. I think the Prabhu was showing in the, I think yesterday's Bhagavatam class. 
that the demigods are always jubilant, happy, I mean materially, and the humans they are full of anxiety all the time. The animals are always full of fear. Even the lion, the king of the jungle, when it's eating, he is looking around because there are hyenas that come come around. You know, anything that can can, can come. So everybody is filled with fear. And sometimes they are afraid of other lions also. Hmm. I think let me let me take that verse out. I don't know, miserable, miserable, jubilant, huh? I think that's the one, yeah, look at this, tadetat shodasha kalam, sorry, shodasha kalam, lingam shakti trayam, mahat, Dhatte nusam sritim pumsi harsha shoka bhayartidam. The subtle body is endowed with 16 parts the five knowledge acquiring senses, the five working senses, the five objects of sense gratification, and the mind. The subtle body is an effect of the three modes of material nature. It is composed of insurmountably strong desires, and therefore it causes the living entity to transmigrate from one body to another in human life, in animal life, and life as a demigod. When the living entity gets the body of a demigod, he is certainly very jubilant. When he gets a human body, he is always in lamentation. Oh, lamentation. And when he gets the body of an animal, he is always afraid. In all conditions, however, he is actually miserable. Even this jubilant, in the demigods, he, they're, they're actually it's a miserable condition. His miserable condition is called samsriti or transmigration in material life. So you see how it is... Um, worded so this is the um, truth everywhere and if we want to come out of this all that is mudhadrusha the animals are always mudhadrusha they are foolish because they know nothing beyond eating sleeping mating and defending nothing else we can know we can know. it's in fact a great superpower compared to the animals in fact it is said animals if they can use a tool, it is they are considered very intelligent. <laughs> Long back I was seeing this video of an elephant. So the narrator, I think it was National Geographic or something. So this narrator was saying, um, elephants are very intelligent. Very, very intelligent and very good memory. And one of the reasons is that they can use tools. And what the elephant was doing in that video clip, he took a long stick, I think it was a sugarcane stick or a bamboo stick or something and he was scratching his belly. Usually, other animals, they don't do the, such things. They don't use something to, you know, something which they cannot do with their natural bodily organs. If they can do, if they can use something else to do it, 
that is considered intelligent already you know and he was just scratching his belly and that is already considered intelligent for an animal and also their memory is super good why because they actually travel hundreds and thousands of kilometers every year walk you know from winter to summer according to the seasonal changes because of the scarcity of food they have to move to another place where there is more food so they travel thousands of kilometers on on foot of course on foot then um on the way wherever they find these water like lakes or rivers or something like that they remember it and next year when they come back on that path they remember exactly where they went and they go to the same place and these are considered signs of intelligence in the animals now if you measure according to those symptoms the humans have so much more intelligence talk about using tools i mean to the extent we have developed the 20th 20th and 21st century the technologies that has developed animal can never come anywhere close to this but the intelligence is measured not how we do the thing but what we do you know i was thinking about it um, because i come from um, a slight background of martial arts and in martial arts you know it's we're always taught to imitate the animals like in kung fu there is this tiger style or you know there's monkey style there is praying mantis style there is a snake style and then so many sty- and so many animal styles so basically we are trying to imitate an animal you know that's that's this martial arts but if you extrapolate that to whatever we are doing right now is pretty much the same thing we're just imitating the animals in a sophisticated way with all that technology with all those tools and everything what are we doing we are just eating sleeping mating and fearing same things that the animals do with all that sophistication we are coming back to the same point and in martial arts for example we are trained to be as strong as the tiger of course we cannot be as strong as the tiger but to train our muscles and all to fight <clears throat> but if you see the animals themselves the tiger or the lion or you know all these you know monkey or whatever they are already expert from birth even a, even a lion cub knows how to hit with his paw even a tiger cub knows how to hit with his paw and they're very very fast all the fast movements the fast um, reflexes that these martial artists train all that the animals already have from birth that's their you know like birth right and also they they need that to live in order to take down big big animals and you know eat them they need the kind of you know uh, skills and they practice it every day and they have a necessity for that so prabhupada in one of his uh, conversations or lectures he was saying that the power to chew like you know these animals like you know all these predators in the in the animal kingdom <clears throat> whether it's shark or whether it's lion or whether it's tiger or whether it's leopard or all these they have you know such strong jaws or crocodile you know crocodile they have strong jaws and powerful teeth and they are so uh, <clears throat> fast and vicious and you know things that are i mean in, in impractical i mean impossible for the human beings to replicate so they have these strong teeth they have strong jaws they have strong 
you know like even leopards they climb trees you know vertical like this not just on their own but they will kill a zebra for example and they carry the zebra up with all that weight which is almost as heavy as the leopard itself or maybe sometimes even more heavy the leopard just carries up the tree i mean what kind of muscles you should have to climb that now the martial artists try to get muscles like that they try to all this they try to do all these things and you know gymnasts and all these bodybuilders or whatever now <clears throat> every animal they play to their strengths like the deer the the lions the tigers they chase these deer but the deer in order to combat that he doesn't try to become like the tiger and train himself like a tiger you know like all the imitate the tiger and you know get the strength of a tiger and no he doesn't he just uses his own skill what is that speed he will run he will run as fast as he can that's his um, skill so everybody play to their strengths similarly as humans we should play to our strengths what is the strength that we have that is not there in animals why should we try to imitate the animals when they are already far better at it than us we ha- we cannot have the muscles of a lion we can never never have it it's impossible for a man to have muscles like a lion but it's we also cannot have the jaws of a lion but what we can do with our mouth the lion cannot do what is that we can chant hare krishna the lion cannot chant the dog cannot chant the cat cannot chant the frog cannot chant they have very long tongues they have very big noses like elephant or they have very sharp teeth and you know um, powerful jaws everything they have but with all that powerful mouth so like or whales or sharks big mouth you know thousands of fish they eat at one time big mouth but cannot chant hare krishna the thing that we have is we can chant hare krishna धर्मोहितेशाम अधिको विशेषो धर्मोहितेशाधिकोषो they're already getting their food two year old i mean come on just imagine two year old we can't even walk i mean our human kids they they just are barely about to walk those animals from birth they they fall out of the you know the mother and then they already start walking from birth they're walking almost so <clears throat> if you see like that the animals are much better off in all these strength or you know survival or you know eating sleeping mating defending everything they are much better we humans have so much more intelligence we can understand god we can we can chant his name the power that we have with our tongue and without this way prabhupada said in one lecture the power to chew the strong jaws are there in the bodies of the tiger the shark the crocodile and all these things but the power to chant hare krishna is only there in human mouth so when we have this mouth if we don't use for this purpose if we don't play to our strengths 
if you try to copy the animals trying to become like a tiger you know kung fu and all this what is this i was doing this now i look back at it it looks stupid why am i trying to imitate an animal you know i was i was learning you know what tiger crane kung fu shuang yang pei ho they call it in chinese <laughs> you know it's like a, what uh, tiger and white crane something like that you know we, we you know like a crane and all that and then a tiger it looks stupid and silly you know it's it's very silly can you think of it we can never go to their standard but we should play to our strengths just like the deer he doesn't train like the tiger the tiger has his own strengths the deer has his own strength and we have our own strength but we are the only ones who are trying to imitate everybody else and not playing to our strength but the animals are doing their job perfectly that's all they can do the dog can bark and bite and he's doing that the deer can run he is doing that we can chant hari krishna we are not doing we are the only ones who are not optimizing our body for its natural function we are trying to imitate all these animals like prabhupada said the dog is running on four wheels uh, four legs we are running on four wheels the rat is building tunnels we are also building tunnels in a bigger tunnel where cars can go or trains can go huh? the ant is creating its own building you know ant hill that is also building for them it's a huge skyscraper so we are also building skyscrapers yeah you know much more bigger than the ants ants uh, skyscrapers but well is this the same thing in our own scale in our own all the intelligence we have we just trying to be like an ant so and uh, nowadays the cartoons are also coming like that that what is it marvel ant man spider man what is that batman uh, what man again all kinds of man all animal man that is what uh, people are now animals they are called called mudhadrisha mudhadrisha means they have no brains fools and for them maya javani ka chhannam krishna is covered but if we want to see krishna we have to go through the spiritual master acharyopasanam we have to go through the spiritual master through the spiritual master yes via medium to krishna transparent via medium not translucent via medium not opaque via medium transparent via medium two ways receiving knowledge and offering of our service through the spiritual master we cannot offer to krishna directly our food we have to offer through the spiritual master that is a proper method so anyway <clears throat> so rupa goswami is teaching us giving us this blessing so by his blessing uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu can come into our heart and how to get rupa goswami's blessings we have to be a rupanuga or we have to follow a person who is a rupanuga anuga means one who follows in the footsteps rupanuga means one who follows in the footsteps of rupa goswami so he the parampara that is coming down all the way to shri prabhupad they are all rupanugas and we have to follow a spiritual master in that per- in that disciplic succession and who is a self-realized soul for us we don't need to search out for him shila prabhupada is there for us so we have to follow shila prabhupada then yes the supreme lord who is known as the son of shrimati sachi devi uh, will be situated transcendently in the in the innermost core of our heart and he is giving what no incarnation has ever offered before huh the mellow of conjugal love 
and this is what we are studying today what is his act activities and more about his personality vedic evidence what he is offering the greatness of a personality is what he offers that's why it is said the, the vyasa puja day of the is the day of the appearance of the spiritual master anniversary of the appearance of the spiritual master and then there is a the, the anniversary of disappearance of the spiritual master and it is said that the anniversary of disappearance of the spiritual master is even more important than one of the appearance because by by the time he disappeared from this planet his offering is fully manifested to the world in the at the time of his appearance it was in potent form it was latent it was waiting to be manifested but at the time of his disappearance it's completely manifested and his glory is fully re revealed that's why the disappearance day of the spiritual master in our keshila prabhupada is actually it's coming in november 16th i think so the disappearance day of shila prabhupada is even more important therefore because what he has offered became fully realized and everybody can see the greatness of his personality whereas until then it was just hidden he was always great just that his greatness was revealed um by krishna's uh, grace towards the last 12 years of his life and of course after that so causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before the most elevated mellow of devotional service the mellow of conjugal love so this is real benediction real benediction not some you know so nowadays some babas are coming and you know so called godmen and uh, they bring out some lingam from their mouth from some gold chain they will bring out cheap cheap magic tricks you know cheap very cheap tricks and people are falling for them so called babas so called swamis falling for them uh, th that is not benediction benediction means like this it is said in the shastras all these are you know 18th virendra bhakti virendra is saying 18th november prabhupada disappearance so that is coming soon you see so anyway let's move to the verse today's verses the further evidence of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu all right we i think this was our last verse last week in his early pastime pastimes is known as vishwambhar because he floods the world with the nectar of devotion and thus saves the living beings no 31 was finished probably <clears throat> in his early pastimes prathama leelae tar vishwambhar naam bhakti rase bharila dharila bhuta gram i think maybe we did this last last week in his early pastimes is known as vishwambhar because he floods the world with the nectar of devotion and thus saves the living beings so maintainer vishwambhar bhar means to maintain vishwam means the universe vishwambhar means one who maintains the universe and of course eko bahunam yo vidhathati kaman he maintains everybody but especially without um devotional service even though he may give all kinds of provisions for our uh, you know comfortable living in this material world our life will never be comfortable our life will never be happy so we have to have devotional service if our life has to have any meaning and that is only possible by the mercy of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu especially in this kali yuga 
the process of chanting Hare Krishna. That is the most powerful method and the most effective and the most simple at the same time. The most sublime. So, Vishwambhar, he is maintaining the universe with the nectar of devotion. Hmm. That is the real life-giving substance. Pranache jar, shehetu prachar. Pranache, the pran, the life of all living entities is the devotional service. See, everybody, we are all serving somebody. But we are serving imperfect masters. If we repose our service to the perfect master, that is called devotional service, bhakti. That's all. Bhakti is not something, oh, something different. Whatever we are already doing, repose it to the perfect master. Do that service to the perfect master. Instead of serving a boss, instead of serving a customer, instead of serving a country, instead of serving all imperfect masters or a dog sometimes, we have to serve the perfect master, Krishna, and that is devotional service. Service only anyway we are doing. Hmm. <clears throat> so that nectar of devotion... Uh, that will make our life perfect and that is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is offering. The verbal root Dubhrin, which is the root of the word Vishwambhar, indicates nourishing and maintaining. He, Lord Chaitanya, nourishes and maintains the three worlds by distributing love of God. We have actually read this last. Or we have read this also. All the sannyasis and brahmacharis of um, Shankara Sampradaya. And the reason of Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur, why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not accept, um, you know, uh, I mean, why he accepted um, his Brahmachari name even though he was sannyasi. And then we have studied all that. <clears throat> In his later pastimes, he is known as Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya. He blesses the whole world by teaching about the name and fame of Lord Sri Krishna. Knowing him, Lord Chaitanya, to be the incarnation of incarnation for Kali Yuga, Gargamuni, during the naming ceremony of Krishna, predicted his appearance. So, this is where we are starting today. Knowing him to be the incarnation of Kali Yuga, Gargamuni, during the naming ceremony of Krishna, 5000 years ago, way before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, predicted his appearance. How? This is a verse from 10.8.13 of Srimad Bhagavatam. This boy, Krishna, has three other colors, white, red and yellow. Shukla means white, rakta means uh, red and pita means, tatha means and, pita means yellow. Shuklo raktas tatha pita. Hmm. has three other colors white red and yellow as he appears in different ages now he has appeared in a transcendental blackish color this is the verse from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.8.30 so when Krishna was born Gargamuni was doing the Jatakarma which is the astrological calculations of Krishna now you may ask hey, how can God come within the if he's not influenced by space and time how is he influenced by this date of or uh, time of his birth and all the astrological calculations well, <clears throat> when Krishna comes, all the planets automatically become auspicious. That is another sign of a of the personality of Godhead. Not that He comes and the whole world is in chaos. No, uh, everything becomes auspicious. See, <clears throat> I mean, all the astrology and astronomy, everything is created by who? Krishna. So when He comes, He makes it everything perfect. The perfect constellation, the perfect influence of the stars, stellar influences, 
come at that time not that the stella this um, this is another thing to be understood it's not because of astrology of the planets that krishna had such a favorable life and you know he was so powerful because the planets when he was born was so so perfect so nicely aligned and all everything and because of that he was so powerful no no it's totally the other way around because krishna came they had to come in perfect just like for example if you want to receive a family member every day the father is going out to work and when he comes home it's just like a normal uh, he's uh, he has come home okay fine but suppose if the prime minister comes how will be our reception everybody standing in line and straight line and everything and everybody every all red carpet laid out and everything very you know flowers and all the protocol everything is very carefully conducted right those same guards who are standing in line when you know when their own family members or somebody comes it's not so big an event right or their colleagues it's not a big event but when the prime minister comes oh everybody has to you know come in line so similarly the big big stars all these have presiding deities and when krishna the king the jagannath is coming everyone has to stand in line everybody has to come be in their perfect positions best presentable way and that is why there is the perfect stellar combination when krishna comes those planets do not influence him but by the indication of the perfect alignment of planets one can judge that this is the personality of godhead because of whom the planets came into such a perfect alignment so that's why that's how gargamuni saw the astrological chart of krishna and he he deduced that this is the supreme personality of godhead hmm. not because of the influence of the, um, he he was not influenced by the stars the stars were influenced by him whereas we are influenced by the stars by the we are not even influenced by the stars the stars the stellar influences whatever you know shani and all these things <laughs> shani dasha or you know guru dasha and all these things these they are not the ones who are causing us the pleasure or the pain these planets are not the ones they are indicators the real one who is deciding behind all this is krishna through the agency of maya so he is you know giving all these punishments or you know our different terms of existences now these planets are a way for us to understand what is coming in the future huh? we can take advantage of these shastras and know something about the future this is an indication for us to know like how to say there are omens right omens now some of them have turned into baseless superstitions but there are there is a signs of omens uh, so omen means like a good omen a bad omen you know if you see something then you know, like they say if a black cat passes your path uh, that means it's not going to be something good and by the way <laughs> we we have a black cat right at the gate here every time we want to go out the black cat passes probably that's why we don't have a temple yet <laughs> whatever <laughs> so i mean a permanent temple i'm saying permanent structure so anyway that's uh, i mean the cat also will benefit because of kirtan it's all transcendental but these signs of omens are there you know that <clears throat> you know if somebody is walking if he crosses your path with a bucket full of water 
and that means something auspicious if somebody crosses your path with bucket empty that means some loss is going to happen now so these are omens these are maybe sounded as sound as superstitions but actually these are in the shastras and in ramayana it is said very clearly that bharat out of ramachandra uh, lakshman bharat and shatrughna bharat especially was expert in the signs of omens and he and ramachandra were outside and when he saw omens when he saw some bad omens he understood that dasharath his father's life was in danger he understood just by seeing the omens even ramachandra bhagwan saw all these omens so this is signs it is there so planetary influences uh, even more because omens only give us immediate future an idea of the immediate future but then this the planets by studying the astrology one can know far into the future um so these tools are given for us for our analysis or our calculations but with or without those planets the rules will go on our suffering in this material world is guaranteed just that these are indications for us okay we can know what is going to happen it will happen whatever is going to happen it will happen but it is an indication for us to know hmm. so anyway um gargamuni was doing this jata karma for krishna when he was born nand maharaj you know called him and asked him to do the jata karma and then he was doing and he predicted oh he saw this oh this person this boy he came in this blackish transcendental black color it's not exactly black you know like like this by the way it's a new bottle it's not black like this he is transcendentally black that color is not found in this material world so this same person was in white color and red color before and he will be in yellow color also yellow pita and this yellow incarnation is the rukma varanam rukma means golden so rukma varanam it is also said so this is golden tapta kanchana gaurangi kanchana means gold tapta means molten molten gold the complexion of molten gold liquid gold that was a complexion of radharani and chaitanya mahaprabhu's complexion also was that radha bhavad dyuti suvalitam naomi krishna swaroopam the next verse fifth verse of chaitanya charitamrita the last line radha bhavad dyuti dyuti means complexion and her bhava radha's bhava and uh, complexion was accepted by krishna and therefore he came as chaitanya mahaprabhu and that is this pita yellow um you see here pita varna or in the sanskrit shuklo raktas tatha pita yellow hmm. white shukla rakta pita varna eitin dyuti satya treta kali kale dharer shripati white red and yellow these are the bo- three bodily lusts that the lord the husband of goddess of fortune assumes in the ages of satya treta and kali respectively now in the dwapar yuga the lord had descended in a descended in a blackish hue this is the essence of the statements in the puranas and other vedic literatures with reference to the context idanim dwapar etinho haila krishna varna or oh, this bengali right इदानीं द्वापरे कृष्णवर्ण शास्त्रागम पुराणेर्मर्म सो दिस इज द कोर 
दिस इज फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम इलेवन फाइव ट्वेंटी सेवन सो दिस इज अबाउट द्वापर युग द्वापरे भगवान श्याम पीतवासा निजायुध श्रीवत्सादिंक लक्षणर्पलक्षि इन द द्वापर युग द पर्सनलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड अपियर्स इन ए ब्लैक इश्यू He is dressed in yellow. He holds his own weapons, and he is decorated with the Kaustubha jewel and marks of Sri Vatsa. This is how his symptoms are described. So this is from Shrimad Bhagavatam. So actually, purport. This is a verse from Shrimad Bhagavatam, eleven five twenty seven, spoken by Saint Karabhajana, one of the nine royal mystics who explained to King Nimi the different features of the Lord in different ages. Now let's go to that chapter of you know uh, Shrimad Bhagavatam, where all the four. The Shukla, Rakta, uh, Shama, and Pita. Everything is mentioned. Let's go there. Okay, Shrimad Bhagavatam, eleven, five, twenty-one. I guess. Yeah. Okay, twenty. Let's go to twenty-first. Eleven, five, twenty. Shri Karabhajanu Vacha. कृतम त्रेता द्वापरम च कलिर्तुकेशव नानावर्णाधाकारो नानज्यते श्रीकर्भाजन रिप्लाइड इन ईच ऑफ द फोर युगर्स और एजेस कृता त्रेता द्वापर एंड कली लॉर्ड केशव अपियर्स विथ वेरियस कॉम्प्लेक्शंस नेम्स एंड फॉर्म्स एंड इज दस वर्शिप बाय वेरियस प्रोसेसेस कृते शुक्लुर्बाहुर्जटिलोवलकलांबर कृष्णाजिनोपवी कृष्णाजिनोपवीताक्षा बिभ्रदंडकमंडलू इन सत्ययुग द लॉर्ड इज वाइट एंड फोर आर्म्ड हेज मैटेड लॉक्स ऑफ हेज मैटेड लॉक्स एंड वेज अ गार्मेंट ऑफ ट्री बार्क वट इज ट्री बार्क वलकलांबर वलकल मीन्स ट्री बार्क Ambaraha means garment. He carries a black deer skin, a sacred thread, prayer beads, and the rod and water pot of a brahmachari. So it is explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita in another part that this is actually refers to Kapila. But here it is Chaturbahur, forehand, forearmed. Um, the um, Kapila was known with two hands. Probably four hands. I don't know. Yeah, it was two hands actually, but he can always, you know, manifest his four-handed form. Anyway, in another part of Chaitanya Charitamrita, he is Kapila is counted accounted for this uh, Satya Yuga. Anyway, he is white in color. Manushyastu tadashanta nirvaira suhrda samah yajanti tapasadevam shamena cha damena cha. people in satyayuga are peaceful non envious friendly to every creature and steady in all situations they worship the supreme personality of supreme personality by austere meditation and by internal and external sense control see he introduced the process of meditation hamsah suparno vaikuntho dharmo yogeshvaro malah ishvarah pumso purusho vyaktah परमात्मे गीयते इन सत्ययुग द लॉर्ड इज ग्लोरिफाइड बाय द नेम्स हंस सुपर्ण वैकुंठ धर्म योगेश्वर अमला ईश्वर पुरुष अव्यक्त परमात्मा सो लेट्स रीड द पर्पोर्ट एज वेल वाउ इट्स लॉन्ग पर्पोर्ट एनीवे वी विल रीड इट 
the sage Karabhajan Muni is replying to Videharaj Nimi's questions about the varieties of the Lord's incarnations. In Satyuga, the Lord's color is white and he wears tree bark and a black deer skin as an ideal meditative brahmachari. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur has explained the Lord's various names in Satyuga as follows. Those who are self-realized know the supreme reality of the personality of Godhead as Paramatma. Those souls who are situated in the religious system of Varnashram glorify him as the Hamsa, who is transcendental to all the Varnas and Ashramas. Persons absorbed in gross matter consider him to be Suparna, the beautifully winged basis uh, of the conceptions of cause and effect, who flies within the subtle sky of the soul, as described in the Chandogya Upanishad. Persons accustomed to wandering within this universe of subtle and gross matter created by the Lord's illusory potency chant his name Vaikuntha. Because here there is all Kuntha, so they want to go back to a place where there is no Kuntha or anxiety. So that is called Vaikuntha. Persons deprived of the power of transcendental meditation, Dharana, who are thus subject to falling from the path of religion, glorify him as Dharma or religion personified. Those who are forced to submit to the illusory modes of material nature and whose minds are uncontrolled and disturbed glorify him as a most perfectly self-controlled Yogeshwara. Persons tainted by a mixture of the modes of passion and ignorance call him Amala because they are full of Mala. Mala means contamination. Amala means pure or the uncontaminated. Persons devoid of potency call him Ishvara, fully omnipotent, Shukra. Uh, and those who consider themselves to be under his shelter chant his glories by the name Uttama Purusha. Those who know that this material manifestation is only a temporary is only temporary call him Avyakta, which is indestructible, not temporary or permanent. In this way, in Satya Yuga, Lord Vasudev appears in various four-armed transcendental forms. You see, not only he appears once, he appears many, many times. And the Jiva souls worship him each by their own particular process of devotional service. Therefore, the Supreme Lord has many different names. Next, 11524. In Treta Yuga, the Lord appears with a red complexion. This is not Lord Ramachandra. He has four arms, golden hair, and wears a triple belt representing initiation. That means the sacred thread. Representing initiation into each of the three Vedas, embodying the knowledge of worship by sacrificial performance, which is contained in the Rig, Sama and Yajur Vedas, his symbols are the ladle, spoon and other implements of sacrifice. All you know, the spoon with which we pour the ghee and all that in sacrifice, uh, he carries those things and he teaches the Yuga Dharma, which is sacrifice. In in the um, Satya Yuga, he taught as a perfect brahmachari, he taught the meditative process. Kriteya dhyayato vishnu dhyanam. He taught in Satya Yuga. Treta Yuga, he is taught the um, sacrificial process. Then this is the. You can actually read this part. And this is the, the people of Treta Yuga, how they were. In Treta Yoga, those members of human society who are fixed in religiosity and are sincerely interested in achieving the absolute truth, worship Lord Hari who contains within himself all the demigods. The Lord is worshipped by the rituals of sacrifice taught in the three Vedas. In Treta Yoga, the Lord is glorified by the names Vishnu, Yajna, Prishnigarbha, Sarvadeva, Urukrama, Vrishakapi, um, Jayantan, Urugaya. 
నెక్స్ట్ దిస్ ఈజ్ ద్వాపర యుగ దిస్ ఈజ్ ద వర్డ్స్ దట్ వాస్ కోటెడ్ ఇన్ ద చైతన్య చరితామృత ద్వాపరే భగవాన్ శ్యామ పీతవాస నిజాయుత శ్రీవత్సాదిభిరంకైశ్చ లక్షణే రూపలక్షిత ఇన్ ద్వాపర యుగ ద సుప్రీం పర్సనాలిటీ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ అపియర్స్ విత్ డార్క్ బ్లూ కాంప్లెక్షన్ వేరింగ్ యెలో గార్మెంట్స్ ద లార్డ్స్ ట్రాన్సెండెంటల్ బాడీ ఈస్ మార్క్డ్ ఇన్ దిస్ ఇన్కానేషన్ విత్ శ్రీవత్స అండ్ అదర్ డిస్టింగ్టివ్ ఆర్నమెంట్స్ అండ్ హీ మేనిఫెస్ట్స్ హిస్ పర్సనల్ వెపన్స్ In Dwapar Yuga, men who desire to know the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supreme Enjoy, worship Him in the mood of honoring a great king, following the prescriptions of both the Vedas and Tantras. So they worship, opulent worship of the Lord. Namaste Vasudevaya Namah Sankarshanaya Cha Pradyum Nayaan Ruddhaya Tubhyam Bhagavate Namah నారాయణాయ ఋషయే పురుషాయ మహాత్మనే విశ్వేశ్వరాయ విశ్వాయ విశ్వేశ్వరాయ విశ్వాయ సర్వభూతాత్మనే నమః ఒబిసెన్సెస్ టు యువర్ సుప్రీం లార్డ్ వాసుదేవ్ అండ్ టు యువర్ ఫార్మ్స్ ఆఫ్ సంకర్షన్ ప్రద్యుమ్న అనిరుద్ధ అనిరుద్ధ ఓ సుప్రీం పర్సనాలిటీ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ హెడ్ ఆల్ ఒబిసెన్సెస్ అండ్ యు ఓ లార్డ్ నారాయణ ఋషి ఓ క్రియేటర్ ఆఫ్ ద యూనివర్స్ బెస్ట్ ఆఫ్ పర్సనాలిటీస్ మాస్టర్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ కాస్మోస్ అండ్ ఒరిజినల్ ఫార్మ్ ఆఫ్ ద యూనివర్స్ ఓ సూపర్ సోల్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ క్రియేటెడ్ ఎంటిటీస్ ఆల్ హోమేజ్ అండ్ యూ Srila Jeeva Goswami explains that although Lord Krishna appeared at the end of Dwapar Yuga, great sages chanted this verse from the beginning of that age in expectance of his appearance. Then, O King, in this way the people in Dwapar Yuga glorified the Lord in the universe, Lord of the universe. In Kali Yuga also people worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead by following various regulations of the revealed scriptures. Now kindly hear this from me, you see. Kalavapi tatha shruno, you see, iti Dwapara urvisha స్తువంతి జగదీశ్వరం నానాతంత్ర విధానేన కళావపి తథాశ్రును ఇన్ కలియుగా ఆల్సో ద వర్డ్స్ కళావపి ఇన్ కలియుగా ఆల్సో ఆర్ వెరీ ఇంపార్టెంట్ దిస్ వర్స్ ఇట్ ఇస్ వెల్ నోన్ దట్ కలియుగా ఇస్ అన్ ఇరిలీజియస్ ఏజ్ దస్ ఇట్ ఇస్ సర్ప్రైజింగ్ దట్ ఇన్ సచ్ అ కంప్లీట్లీ ఇరిలీజియస్ ఏజ్ సుప్రీం లాడ్ ఇస్ వర్షిప్డ్ దే ఫోర్ ఇట్ ఇస్ స్టేటెడ్ కళావపి ఈవెన్ ఇన్ కలియుగా ఇన్ కలియుగా ద ఇన్కార్నేషన్ ఆఫ్ ద పర్సనాలిటీ గాడ్ ఇట్ ఇస్ నాట్ డైరెక్ట్లీ అసర్ట్ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ టు బి ద పర్సనాలిటీ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ హెడ్ బట్ రాదర్ హీట్ ఇస్ హీ ఇస్ డిటెక్టెడ్ బై ఎక్స్పర్ట్ డివోటీస్ ఇన్ అకార్డెన్స్ విత్ రివీల్డ్ వేదిక్ స్క్రిప్చర్స్ Similarly, Prahlad Maharaj states in the Srimad Bhagavatam 7.9.38 Itham nirthirya grishideva jhashavatare lokan vibhavaya siham si jagat pratipan dharmam mahapurushapasi yuganu vrittas channa kalauya dabhavastri yugodha satvam You see, you protect the principles of religion in the age of Kali. However, you do not assert yourself as a Supreme Personality of Godhead and therefore you are known as Tri Yuga or the Lord who appears in Tri Yugas. Hmm. According to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, the word Nana Tantra Vidhanena indicates the importance in Kali Yuga of the Vaishnava scriptures known as the Pancharatras or Satvata Pancharatras. Um, it is stated in the Bhagavatam, Stri Shudra Dvijavandhunam Traina Shruti Kochara. In Kali Yuga, it is impossible for ordinary people to perform highly technical vedic sacrifices or the unbearable penances of the mystic yoga system such standard vedic processes are practically inaccessible for the spiritually retarded population of kali yuga <laughs> therefore the simple process of glorifying the personality of godhead by chanting his holy names is essential in this age such devotion processes as chanting the holy names of the lord and worshiping his deity form are elaborately described in the vaishnava shastras known as pancharatras 
such tantric scriptures are referred to in this verse and it is said that in kali yuga these devotional processes taught by great acharyas such as narada muni are the only practical means for worshiping the lord this will be more clearly explained in the following verse krishna varnam tvisha krishnam sangopangastra parshadam yagnaihi sankirtana prayair yajanti hi sumedha saha in the age of kali intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the incarnation of godhead who constantly sings the name of krishna although his complexion is not blackish he is krishna himself he is accompanied by his associates servants weapons and confidential companions you see how this is um explained nicely now even in kali yuga uh, those intelligent people they worshiped the incarnation of godhead who constantly sings krishna varnam Hmm. So the, all this will be explained in that Chaitanya Charita Amrita. We'll go back there. Adilila three dot forty. Kali Yuga Yuga Dharma Namer Prachar Tathi Lagi Pita Varna Chaitanya Avatar. The religious practice for the age of Kali is to broadcast the glories of the holy name. only for this purpose has the lord in a yellow color descended as lord chaitanya purport in this age of kali the practical system of religion for everyone is the chanting of the name of godhead this was introduced in this age by lord chaitanya bhakti yoga actually means with the so actually begins with the chanting of the holy name as confirmed by madhvacharya in his commentary on the mundaka upanishad he quotes this verse from the narayana samhita dwapariyair janair vishnu pancharatraistu kevalai कलौ तो नाममात्रेण पूज्यते भगवान हरि इन द्वापरयुग पीपल शुड वर्शिप लॉर्ड विष्णु ओनली बाय द रेगुलेटिव प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ द नारद पंचरात्रायण अदर सच ऑथराइज्ड बुक्स इन द एज ऑफ कली हाउएवर पीपल शुड सिंपली चांट द होली नेम्स ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड द हरे कृष्ण मंत्र इज स्पेसिफिकली मेंशन इन मेनी उपनिषद सच एज द कली संतरण उपनिषद वेयर इट इज सेड हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे षोडशकलिकलमशनाशनम नाथ पत परतरोपाय सर्वेदेशु दृश्यते आफ्टर सर्चिंग थ्रू द थ्रू ऑल द वेदिक लिटरेचर वन कैनॉट फाइंड मेथड ऑफ रिलीजन मो सब्लाइम फॉर दिस एज दैन द चैंटिंग ऑफ हरे कृष्ण तप्त हेम समकांडशरीर नवमेघजिनीकंठध्वनि ये गंभीर The luster of this expansive body resembles molten gold. Tapta hema. Tapta means molten. Hema means gold. Kanchana means gold. Gaurang gaura means gold. Or fair. It's like that. The luster of this expansive body resembles molten gold. The deep sound of his voice conquers the thundering of newly assembled clouds. Kanthadhvani ye gambhir. Dairgya vistare jay apnar hath. चारे हस्त हय महापुरुष विख्यात वन ओके दिस इज नाउ अ वेरी वेरी टेक्निकल एंड स्पेसिफिक डिस्क्रिप्शन वन हूज वन हू मेजर्स फोर क्यूबिट्स इन हाइट एंड इन ब्रेथ बाय हिज ओन हैंड इज सेलिब्रेटेड एज अ ग्रेट पर्सनैलिटी नाउ दिस इज अ फिजियोलॉजिकल वेरी मेजरेबल इंडिकेशन ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड नाउ अदर थिंग्स वेदर देर ऑस्पीशियस और इन ऑस्पीशियस यू नो इट मे बी सब्जेक्टिव राइट it's not subjective but you know people have different perceptions of what is auspicious and what is not auspicious but now this is a very mathematical analysis or mathematical measurable 
characteristic of the supreme personality of godhead what is that one who measures four cubits in height and breadth by his own hand is celebrated as a great personality so what is a cubit i don't know if you can see that an ancient measure of length approximately equal to the length of a forearm so it's like it's like a forearm i don't know yeah it's like a forearm So four cubits in breadth and height. That means it's breadth and height. If it is four and four, it was typically about 18 inches or 44 centimeters. Though there was a long cubit of about 21 inches or 52 centimeters. Well, well, about four forearms in height and in breadth by his own hand is celebrated as a great personality. Then nyagrodha parimandal hoy tarnam nyagrodha parimandal tanu chaitanya gunadham. Such a person is called nyagrodha parimandala. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who personifies all good qualities, has the body of a nyagrodha parimandala. I never heard that word before. Nyagrodha. So this there's a name for such a personality, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu fits perfectly into that description. No one other than the Supreme Lord Himself, who has engaged the conditioned souls by His own illusory energy, can possess these bodily features. These features in certainly indicate an incarnation of Vishnu and no one else. Just in case somebody is thinking, I think, you know what, I think I am almost there, you know, four cubits, never mind. Here it is said, these features certainly indicate an incarnation of Vishnu and no one else. So, no need to even count. Ajanu <laughs> Lambita Bhuja Ajanu Lambita Bhuja Kamala Lochan Tila Phula Jini Nasa Sudham Shuvadan Actually there is this verse by Sarabham Bhattacharya Ajanu Lambita This is the Sri Sachi Tanayashtakam There this word is there Ajanu Lambita means the hands which go until the knees Ajanu Lambita Arms, yeah, you see, arms that reach the knees. His arms are long enough to reach his knees. His eyes are just like lotus flowers. His nose is just like a sesame flower. And his face is as beautiful as the moon. Now, how many of you know that there is a flower called sesame flower? I didn't know until I read this description just about two days ago. So I was just wondering, his nose is like a sesame flower. How does a sesame flower look like? So I actually searched up some images of a sesame flower and I never knew this thing existed. And it's beautiful, in fact. For example, see that? That looks like a nose, right? And it's quite beautiful, you know, it's like very nice. So, that's a sesame flower. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know how sesame, flour, sesame seeds even come. So, apparently, they come like this. One second. So, we're learning a bit of botany here. You see that? Those black things are the sesame seeds. I guess. I guess. I think so. So, you see, the sesame flower is like a nose shape, you see? And it looks very nice, you know, very beautiful. So, 
you just imagine you see the way they describe krishna with all these examples of lotus flower of uh, the sesame flower now and also many other descriptions um, arms like trunks of elephant you know and uh, you know all these descriptions they are very specific and it, it just shows how aware they were of the natural you know you know like about botany about animals and all these things the physiology of all these things they're very aware of we are so disconnected we don't even know how sesame we know sesame seeds we can buy in the shop in an indian shop you can buy sesame seeds i think even chinese shop maybe i don't know but you know we know only how they appear in a shop in a sack you know that's all we know we don't even know how they are grown many times as i mean maybe some of you know but i completely zero like i totally an urban urban fellow i've never been in the in the farms and i've never been in the rural areas so i've never been in touch really with the natural way of life so all i know is like seeing everything in the supermarket whether it's milk or whether it's fruits vegetables flowers or anything like that so the acharyas were very nicely aware of all these things anyway back to the point his nose is like a sesame flower and his face is as beautiful as the moon you see शांतदात कृष्ण भक्ति निष्ठापरायण भक्तवत्सल सुशील सर्वूतेसम ही इज पीसफुल सेल्फ कंट्रोल एंड फुली डिवोटेड टू द ट्रांसेंडेंटल सर्विस ऑफ लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण ही इज एफेक्शनेट टूअर्ड हिज डिवोटीज ही इज जेंटल एंड ही इज इक्वली डिस्पोज टूअर्ड ऑल लिविंग बींग्स इनफैक्ट ही इज इक्वालिटी टूअर्ड्स ऑल लिविंग बींग्स वॉज एस्पेशली एक्सिबिटेड वन ही वन टू झारखंड फॉरेस्ट where he even made tigers and snakes and lions and elephants and deer and jackals and squirrels and birds and beasts all come together and dance in a huge sankirtan party and i was surprised i recently saw a video i think i shared with some of you uh charan pahadi where all those animals in their ecstasy they were dancing on this rock in a forest and the rock they have been impressions in the rock because the rock melted out of their ecstasy like they they say the stone like heart melted here actually stone melted that much they were in ecstasy real stone melted so even the tiger's footprints and the bird's footprints the snake also everything was visible on the stone and there was a big dance big party that happened in the jharkhand forest and that is how chaitanya mahaprabhu took equality to the ultimate level he gave krishna bhakti to animals ferocious animals not simply like you know docile animals like you know cat meow meow oh chant hari krishna not like this huh tigers you know lions crocodiles snakes elephants hyenas all these animals were dancing hare krishna hare krishna <laughs> that is chetan mahaprabhu hmm not simply some parrot you know he made them chant hare krishna that even humans can do but uh, he made tigers also chant hmm चंदनेर अंगद बाला चंदन भूषण नृत्य काले परिकारेण कृष्ण संकीर्तन ही इज डेकोरेटेड विथ सैंडलवुड बैंगल्स एंड आमलेट्स एंड अनॉइंटेड विद द पल्प ऑफ सैंडलवुड ही एस्पेशली वेयर्स दीज डेकोरेशन टू डांस इन श्री कृष्ण संकीर्तन सो कृष्ण ड्रेसेज चैतन्य महाप्रभु ड्रेसेज इम्स एम वेरी नाइस एस्पेशली इन हिज गृहस्थ डेज ही यूज टू यू नो डेकोरेट हिमसेल्फ वेरी नाइसली ऐशभ गुण लया मुनि वैशंपायन 
Sahasranam Koila Taran Nama Ganan. Recording all these qualities of Lord Chaitanya, the sage Vaishampayana included in his name, sorry, included his name in the Vishnu Sahasranama. Vaishampayana means the Vyasadev. Dui Leela Chaitanya Adi Arashesh, Dui Leelai Chari Chari Nama Vishesh. Dui Leelai Chari Chari Nama Vishesh. The pastimes of Lord Chaitanya have two divisions. The early pastimes, Adi Leela, and the later pastimes, Shesh Leela. He has four names in each of these two Leelas. Suvarnavarno Hemango Varangas Chandanangadi Sanyasakritcha Mahashanto Nishthashanti Parayanaha Yes, actually it is four names. Suvarnavarna, Hemango, Varanga, Chandanangadi, uh, Varangas Chandanangadi, hmm, Varangas Chandanangadi, Sanyasakritchama, Santo, Nishtha, Shanti, Parayana. Hmm. Oh, Vaishampayana, Vyasadeva. Oh, Vyasadeva's son, Sukadeva Goswami. Really? Hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Vyasaki. Vaisampayana. Yeah, Sukadeva Goswami. Okay. Thank you, Bhaktivedanta. Okay. Um. Varna Hema Anga. So, Varanga Chandanangadi Sanyasakrit. So, the. Oh, wow, this is very nice. Actually, you see. He has four names in each of these two Leelas, Adilila and Sheshlila. So, Adilila is the Grahastha, first 24 years of his life. The next 24 years, he lived for 48 years here. So, the next 24 years was Sanya's life, Sheshlila. So, in this, in this verse, which is an amalgamation or which is an extraction of two verses, as we have seen a few weeks back, the first two lines of this shloka is actually from the first two lines of the 79th shloka of the Vishnu Sahasranam. And the second two lines of the shloka is actually the second two lines of the 62nd verse of the Vishnu Sahasranam. So they have, it is combined together and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is fully described in the Adrila and Sheshalila, four, four names each. Suvarna Varna, so having the color of molten gold. Hemanga, whose body was like molten gold. Sounds same, but anyway, it's a different name, right? Varanga. Having a most beautiful body. Anga means body. Vara means most, best. It's like Natavar. Natavar means the best of dancers. Um, Asuravarya. Asuravarya means the best of the demons. Prahlad called his father as Tatsadhumanye Asuravarya Dehinam. Oh, best of the demons, best of the Rakshas, best of the rascals. <laughs> so, Varya or Vara means, you know, the best. Varangaha means having a most beautiful body. Chandana Angadi, whose body was smeared with sandalwood. This was all in the Adalila or the uh, early pastimes. Then, next, Sheshalila, Sanya Sakrit, practicing the renounced order of life. Shamaha, equipoised. Shantaha, peaceful. Nishtha, devotion, Shanti, and of peace. Nishtha, Shanti, Parayanaha, the highest resort of peace and devotion. Parayana means the highest resort. Nishtha means devotion and Shanti means peace. Nishtha means fixed up, fixed up in devotion. So, this is very nice actually. So, eight names of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are there in the Vishnu Sahasranam. Four of his early pastimes, four of his later pastimes. 
In his early pastimes, he appears as a householder with a golden complexion, his limbs are beautiful and his body smeared with the pulp of sandalwood seems like molten gold. In his later pastimes, he accepts the sannyas order and he is equipoised and peaceful. He is the highest abode of peace and devotion for he silences the impersonalist non-devotees. Well, we'll read the purport. This is a verse from the Mahabharata, Dana Dharma Vishnu Sahasranam Stotra. In his commentary on the Vishnu Sahasranam, called the Namartha Sudha, Srila Baladev Vidyabhushan commenting upon this verse asserts that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead according to the evidence of the Upanishads. He explained he explains that Suvarna Varnaha means a golden complexion. He also quotes the Vedic injunction. Yada Pashyaha Pashyate Rukma Varnam Kartaram Isham Purusham Brahma Yonim Mundaka Upanishad 3.1.3 Rukma Varnam Kartaram Isham refers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead as having a complexion the colour of molten gold Rukma Rukma means golden Purusham means the Supreme Lord and Brahma Yonim indicates that He is also the Supreme Brahman or the source of the Supreme Brahman Brahma Yonim Yonim means the source or the, uh, the womb. Womb is called Yonim um, because it is the source of our existence. So anything that is the source of another's existence. So Brahma Yonim, he is the source of the Brahman, uh, the Supreme Brahman, the uh, Brahmano hi Pratishtaham Avyayasya Avyayasya Cha. Ah, what is that? Brahmano hi Pratishtaham Amritasya Avyayasya Cha. Shashvatasya Cha Dharmasya Sukhasya Ikantikasya Cha. 14.27 of Bhagavad Gita. Let's go to that verse first and then come back here. The last verse of the 14th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Brahmano hi pratishtaham amritasya vyayasya cha shashvatasya cha dharmasya sukhasya ikantikasya cha and I am the basis of the impersonal Brahman which is immortal, imperishable and eternal and is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness. So, Brahmayonim, source of even Brahman indicates that he is also Supreme Brahman. This evidence too proves that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. This is from Mundaka Upanishad. Yada pasyaha pasyate rukma varanam kartaramesham purusham brahmayonim You see, brahmayonim, do you remember anything? The third verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita. What is that? Brahmo Upanishadi. Yadadvaitam brahmo what the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman is but the falsehoods of his body. Brahma Yonim, Rukma Varnam. So, the golden complexion Lord is the source of the Brahma Jyoti. Now, here that same thing is described in this third. What Upanishads described as impersonal Brahman is but the effulgence of his body, and the Lord known as the Super Soul is but his localized planetary portion. Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna himself, full in six opulences, he is the absolute truth and no other truth is greater than or equal to him. See, this is confirmed in the Mundaka Upanishad as well. How nicely the evidence is all... See, this is why, this is why we, you know, 
Narad Muni said in the Narad Bhakti Sutra, Shastri Kurvanti Shastrani. Hmm? Let's go there and we will come back. Narada Bhakti Sutra, 69th, I think. Sutra. He says, Tirthi Kurvanti Tirthani, Sukarmi Kurvanti Karmani, Sachastri Kurvanti Shastrani. Their whole, their association, whose association? Conversing among one another with throats choked, hair standing on end and tears flowing, the Lord's intimate servants purify their own followers in the whole world. Kanthavarodha Roma Shrubihi Parasparam Lapamana Pavayanti Kulani Prithivimcha Kulani Prithivimcha Kulani means their communities, their families, Kula and Prithivim, the entire earth they purify. Prabhupada, you see, exactly did the same thing. And such people, their association makes holy places holy. Holy places are holy because of the presence of this kind of people there. And all works become auspicious because of their association. Huh? One second. And the scriptures become authoritative by their association. The same scriptures. Now, Bhagavad Gita is there. All the time it was there. But when Prabhupada translated it, oh, its importance just magnified all over the world. And so many people just surrendered because it was shown by a pure devotee. See? So, they make the scriptures authoritative by their association. And you see all these Rukma Varanam, um, what is that in the previous one? How, who would have found this, you see? Rukma Varanam Kartaramisham uh, Purusham Brahmayonim. Where, where can we find these things? Even if we read also, we will, be, we will just be lost. Unless the Acharyas take it out and show us, point his their finger to that verse, uh, then it becomes important. Even, even how we learnt verses. When Prabhupada quotes a verse many many times, Oh, Dehi Nosmanyatha, Dehi Kaumaram Yauvanam Jara. Although there are so many verses in 700 verses in Bhagavad Gita, there are some important verses. How do we know they are important? Prabhupada used them. So, the scriptures become authoritative and what uh, evidence from where we can you know, extract? These are all done by the Acharyas and given to us. Spoon fed, we are spoon fed. Now we have to take we have to know how to apply all these things. We have to learn them and repeat them. Only then we will remember them. We have to repeat them. That's why preaching is very important. Even if, even though we may do it imperfectly. Because in the beginning, how can we preach perfectly? I mean, So, we, we have to just try. And when we are not confident in something, then we check back with the devotees. Okay, this is the thing. Okay, let me, next time, if I face this uh, argument, okay, let me show this. Let me quote this. So, in this way, as we, you know, use those um, we will be trained on the job while preaching coming back to the point of early when i started this class when i talked about the muscles of the animals you know like the the lion and the tiger they have very very strong muscles and humans trying to imitate that in martial arts now humans they do all this you know gym and all this you know exercises and all this but how do the animals get their muscles well they on the job First of all, of course, their genes are like that. It's very strong already. But then, when they actually hunt, when they hunt these big animals, sometimes elephants, sometimes buffaloes, sometimes bisons, sometimes, you know, deer, kudus, and all these big, big animals, and they fight with them, you know, and even they fight among one another. Lions and lions, tigers and tigers. And when they fight, every single day they're doing this. 
they don't they don't go to gym man you know you don't see a lion doing pull ups on the tree you know like that you don't see that how is a lion getting strong he is hunting every day i mean not every day but you know practically otherwise he will die of hunger of starvation he has to hunt and therefore on the job how does he learn how to hunt well see his parents and then do it it's not that there is a practice session gym session no he just does it straight sometimes fails sometimes injures and gets injured sometimes gets injured for life sometimes get killed so on the job as he's doing it his muscles get you know and not only muscles his intelligence i mean how to you know how to fight different animals you know he will learn all these things so anyway that's animal but we how we learn how to preach unless we preach we can never learn how to preach so we have to just repeat what we learn we have to repeat we have to grab opportunities where we have chance to talk about krishna we have to learn we have to learn how to repeat actually let me take out that part in madhya leela chapter 19 text 152 i guess i'm guessing here see here to live with devotees or to live in a temple means to associate with the shravan kirtan process you see to live with devotees means to associate with the shravan kirtan process not simply in the association of devotees and talk nonsense shravan kirtan process about krishna about his service about his pastimes about his krishna as a center um here it is said hmm after receiving the spiritual master's mercy one must repeat his instruction and this is called shravan kirtan one who has not properly heard from the spiritual master or who does not follow the regular principles is not fit for chanting or kirtan if i don't hear from the spiritual master attentively then how can i explain it to others i have to be attentive in order to understand and also i have to follow if i don't follow there's no point my preaching will not be effective so we have to um shravan and kirtan this is the shravan and kirtan we have to repeat that's the that's the thing repeat one must repeat his instructions so then only we will learn all the tricks on the job as we do it we'll do it imperfectly never mind but we'll just do it and then get guidance from devotees hey i was not actually clear about this what what should i actually say about this what is a solid argument for this or you know that, that's how we learn and go back next time and then yeah next time do it properly so as we do more and more and repeat and repeat and repeat then we become perfect anything is like that i think uh, somebody showed me because i'm from this martial arts background i think bruce lee bruce lee said that i am not afraid of the man who practices 10000 different types of kicks i am afraid of that man who practices one kick 10000 times because he's so very well you know trained in that particular kick because he has trained 10000 times it's like it's just like a second nature with you know if somebody hits him by reflex by without even a second thought he will just do that kick because he has practiced this so many times 
So similarly, we have to practice 10,000 times. I mean, we have to repeat and repeat and repeat. Hmm. Then yes, we will get it. And then it's good for us. I mean, because it makes us remember also. Hmm. <coughs> Going back. So, Rukmavaranam Kartaramesham refers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead as having a complexion of the color of molten gold. Purusham means the Supreme Lord and Brahma Yonam indicates that he is also the Supreme Brahman. Uh, this evidence too proves that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. Another meaning of the description of the Lord as having a golden hue is that Lord Chaitanya's personality is as fascinating as gold is attractive. Srila Bharadev Vidya Bhushan has explained that the word Varanga means exquisitely beautiful. It means his body is Varanga. Anga means body. Varanga means the best. Varanga means beautiful body. Exquisitely beautiful. Lord Chaitanya accepted sannyas, leaving aside his household life to preach his mission. He has equanimity in different senses. First, he describes the confidential truth of the personality of Godhead. And second, he satisfies everyone by knowledge and, det- and attachment to Krishna. He is peaceful because he renounces all topics not related to the service of Krishna. How can one be peaceful if we renounce all topics not related to the service of Krishna? If only we are engaged in Krishna's service and topics of Krishna's service, ah, we'll be completely peaceful. Even in the midst of, you know, like Arjuna, he was in the midst of a big battle, a big fight, world war. He was peaceful because he was doing it for Krishna. He was, he has no give and take in the battle at all. He is not going to enjoy the kingdom if he wins the battle. He is not interested in heaven if he loses the battle and dies. He is not interested. Why is he fighting? Because Krishna wanted him to fight. That's it. And he was just doing because he was blissful in Krishna's service. He was fighting for the best of his ability. Hmm. Uh, So, it's not that peaceful means just, you know, sit down, laze, space out. That is not peaceful. Peaceful means in the midst of full activity in Krishna's service, one is peaceful. He may take all kinds of anxieties for Krishna. Uh, He will take like Hanuman. He took all anxiety. He went to Lanka. Uh, He took so much anxiety to find Sita. And then after that, he fought with the Ravana. I mean, Ravana's army. And then came back and then he had to fly to get the Sanjeevani. And you know, uh, he had to bring that herb. There is so much anxiety is there. But the anxiety is for the Lord, not for our sense gratification. That is Vaikuntha anxiety. <laughs> Yashoda was always anxious whether some demon will come and, you know, cause harm to Krishna. That anxiety is different from our anxiety in this material world where we get anxious for our own sense gratification. Oh, my sense gratification is being is going to be disturbed. So, I am anxious to protect my sense gratification. This is called defending. Because there is bhaya, fear. Anxiety is nothing but fear. Uh, so, to combat that fear, we defend ourselves from that fear and we put, try to put systems in place to protect our self-interest, our sense gratification basically. So, that anxiousness is totally different. Now, a devotee, he will be very anxious to get a temple for Krishna, for example. Now, he will get nothing. If, if, if Krishna gets a millions of dollars worth of temple, he gets still nothing. He doesn't get a commission. Like a property dealer, if he sells a property, he gets a commission out of it. (laughs) You know, he gets commission both from the seller and the buyer also sometimes. So, but devotee, he he doesn't, he's not interested in anything. 
he will build big big temples for krishna but he is not personally interested for krishna he will take all anxiety like prabhupada he caught uh, sorry he fought the court case against uh, that uh, mr nayar in the mumbai bombay temple juhul and temple case because he was trying to play too smart and cheat the devotees and take away the land from them and he went to court and fought so he took all anxiety all trouble for krishna peaceful means not always simply sit down chant hare krishna like the prabhupada would have done in vrindavan only he did not need to go to america suffering heart attacks and you know going to the cold weather and meeting all those crazy fellows in the you know bowery huh? drug addict half retarded people and you know he was preaching to them uh, so much inconvenience compared to his life in vrindavan happily everybody will call him sadhu sadhu you know some donation they will give some he can live eat and sleep but he left all that and went all anxiety he took just to fulfill the order of his spiritual master that anxiety for krishna is always good we should have that then only will be peaceful <laughs> if we have no anx- if we have no anxiety for krishna we are only simply filled with anxiety for ourselves our own sense gratification and that is miserable but anxiety for krishna only if we have anxiety for krishna can we have peace with ourselves we should be anxious how to spread this movement how to preach to the other person how to make him a devotee paradukha dukhi a devotee is dukhi but he is dukhi not for himself he is dukhi because other people are dukha other people are dukhi paradukha dukhi not swadukha dukhi oh i am depression depression means what they are unhappy because they are in a you know in a situation where they cannot enjoy sense gratification to the max and that's how they go to depression but a devotee's unhappiness he is also unhappy it's not that he is not unhappy but his unhappiness is not based on sense gratification his unhappiness is based on krishna consciousness oh i how can i see them unhappy without krishna consciousness let them let me preach to them somehow or other connect them to krishna they will benefit so he is always trying to see how to make how to make others devotees how to benefit others with krishna consciousness ah uh-huh. he is peaceful because he renounces all topics not related to service of krishna <coughs> if you see chaitanya mahaprabhu his whole life is that Sri Baladev Vidyabhushan has explained that the word nishtha indicates his being rigidly fixed in chanting the holy name of Sri Krishna. Nishtha means fixed up he was chanting Krishna's name always without fail. Krishna varnam Krishna varnam means varnayati. Varnayati means to describe to always glorify. Krishnam varnayati always describing Krishna and he is Krishna varnam. he is in the category varnam is also category varnashram varnam means category he is krishna varnam he is in the category of krishna or vishnu tatva not jiva tatva he is not an ordinary person so two meanings krishna varnam <clears throat> shri baladev vidyabhushana has explained that the word nishtha indicates his being rigidly fixed in chanting the holy name of shri krishna lord chaitanya subdued all disturbing opponents of devotional service especially the monists who are actually averse to the personal feature of the lord so this is another quality 
he subdued all disturbing opponents of devotional service lord chaitanya did that and as rupanugas as the followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu gaudi vaishnavas we also have to do that we have to do what we have to subdue all disturbing opponents of devotional service in the form of different different philosophers who are coming and talking utter rubbish in the name of some spirituality and they are deviating i mean taking people away from the actual aim of life and rendering their lives useless human life which is gotten after millions and millions and millions of years of evolution they are just throwing it away in the garbage by preaching them nonsense so as devotees it is as much service to expose these rascals as it is to serve um krishna by the chanting of his holy name both are service so chaitanya mahaprabhu did that and we as followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu should also adopt this and shri bhakti siddhant saraswatakur especially said that preaching in opposition um that means in a controversial method exposing the controversial um philosophies of these mundaners that is in fact a greater way of uh, greater reach we will have by that kind of preaching than the positive way of preaching so he was very much uh, for or very much supportive of the in fact that was his method as well he was very very confrontational with anybody who opposes the principles of devotion very very confrontational nobody can stand a debate with him and he will defeat anybody mm. very very strongly he used to speak against this nonsense vyakta kare bhagavate kare bar bar kaliyuge dharme nama sankirtana sar in shrimad bhagavatam it is repeatedly and clearly said that the essence of religion in the age of kali is the chanting of the holy name of krishna iti dwapar urvisha stuvanti jagadishwaram nanatantra vidhanena kalavapi yathashrano o king in this way people in dwapar yuga worship in kali uh, worship the lord of the universe in kali yuga they also worship the supreme personality of godhead by the regulations of the revealed scriptures kindly now hear of that from me this was spoken by the saint karbhajan in shrimad bhagavatam kalavapi we have already seen this right then this famous verse krishna varnam tvisha krishnam sangopangastra parshadam yagnyai sankirtana prayair yajanti hi sumedha sah in the age of kali intelligent persons perform congregational chanting to worship the incarnation of godhead who constantly sings the name of krishna although his complexion is not blackish he is krishna himself he is accompanied by his associates servants weapons and confidential companions purport wow that's a long purport okay let's see actually we are far from where we 1 and 1/2000 to it Okay purport this text is from Srimad Bhagavatam 11532 Srila Jeeva Goswami has explained this verse in his commentary of the on the Bhagavatam known as the Krama Sandarbha wherein he states he says that Lord Krishna also appears with a golden complexion that golden lord krishna is lord chaitanya who is worshiped by intelligent man in this age that is confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam by Gargamuni who said that although the child krishna was blackish he also appears in three other colors red white and yellow he exhibited his white and red complexions in the satya and treta ages respectively he did not exhibit the remaining color yellow 
gold until he appeared as Lord Chaitanya, who is known as Gaurahari or Golden Hari. Srila Jiva Goswami explains that Krishna Varnam means Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Krishna Varna and Krishna Chaitanya are equivalent. The name Krishna appears with both Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya Krishna. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he always engages in describing Krishna and thus enjoys transcendental bliss by chanting and remembering his name and form. Lord Krishna himself appears as Lord Chaitanya to preach the highest gospel. Lord Chaitanya always chants the holy name of Krishna and describes it also. And because he is Krishna himself, whoever meets him will automatically chant the holy name of Krishna and later describe it to others. You see, not only he described, he used to, Krishna Varanam means not only he described Krishna and his name and chanted his name, but whoever met him, he also became a chanter and Nam Pracharak or he also became a big preacher of the holy name. Hmm. He injects one with transcendental Krishna consciousness, which merges the chanter in transcendental bliss. In all respects, therefore, he appears before everyone as Krishna, either by personal personality or by sound. So, by the sound also, he is personally present. So, we don't have to think that, oh, Lord Krishna is no more here. When we are chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna is there in the form of sound. So, it's only our realization, our faith should increase in that. And when one is Uttamadhikari, one realizes this fact that Krishna and his sound are non-different and his name. Mm. Simply by seeing Lord Chaitanya, one at once remembers Lord Krishna. One may therefore accept him as Vishnu Tattva. In other words, Lord Chaitanya is Lord Krishna himself. Sangopangastra Parshadam further indicates that Lord Chaitanya is Lord Krishna. His body is always decorated with ornaments of sandalwood and with sandalwood paste. By his super excellent beauty, he subdues all the people of the age. In other descents, the Lord sometimes used weapons to defeat the demoniac, but in this age, the Lord subdues them with his all attractive figure as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Even the Mayavadis were attracted by his personality, by his, by his form, by his beauty, and by his effulgence, like Prakashananda Saraswati, Sarabham Bhattacharya. Srila Jiva Goswami explains that his beauty is his astra or weapon to subdue the demons. Because he is all attractive, in fact there is another incarnation where he used his beauty to subdue the demons, that is Mohini Avatar. Mohini Avatar, he, did, he showed his beauty and he manipulated the asuras, he subdued them. You know? Here in Chaitanya incarnation also, his beauty, Varangas, Varangaha. Suvarna Varna Hemango, Varangas Chandrangadi. And here it is said, Sangopangastra Parshadam, weapons. So his beauty is his weapon. Because if he really takes a weapon, everybody has to be killed in this in this Kaliuga. So no point. So change that demonic tendency. That was his mission. Because he is all attractive, it is to be understood that all the demigods lived with him as his companions. His acts were uncommon and his associates wonderful. When he propagated the Sankirtan movement, he attracted many great scholars and acharyas, especially in Bengal and Orissa. Lord Chaitanya is always accompanied by his best associates like Lord Nityananda, Advaita, Gadadhar and Srivas. <coughs> Srila Jiva Goswami cites a verse from the Vedic literature which says that there is no necessity of performing <coughs> sacrificial demonstrations or ceremonial functions. He comments that instead of engaging in such external 
pompous exhibitions. All people, regardless of caste, color or creed, can assemble together and chant Hare Krishna to worship Lord Chaitanya. Krishna Varanam Tvishakrishnam indicates that prominence should be given to the name of Krishna. Lord Chaitanya taught Krishna consciousness and chanted the name of Krishna. Therefore, to worship the Lord to worship Lord Chaitanya, everyone should together chant the Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. To propagate worship in churches, temples or mosques is not possible because people have lost interest in that. But anywhere and everywhere, people can chant Hare Krishna. Thus, worshipping Lord Chaitanya, they can perform the highest activity and fulfill the highest religious purpose of satisfying the Supreme Lord. Srila Sarabhaum Bhattacharya, famous disciple of Lord Chaitanya said, The principle of transcendental devotional service having been lost, Sri Krishna Chaitanya has appeared in order to deliver again the process of devotion. He is so kind that he is distributing love of Krishna. Everyone should be attracted more, or more and more to his lotus feet as humming bees are attracted to a lotus flower. I don't know the trans- Sanskrit of this verse. must have been a beautiful verse. He wrote, Sarabhaum Bhattacharya actually wrote a glorification of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu called the Chaitanya Shataka. I think in that there are so many beautiful verses. Shuno bhai e shava chaitanya mahima e shloke kohe tar mahimar sima. My dear brothers, please hear all these glories of Lord Chaitanya. This verse clearly summarizes his activities and characteristics. You see, the Kaliyuga incarnation, Tretayuga incarnation, Dwaparyuga incarnation, and then Kaliyuga incarnation. All the things are mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam 11 5, 20, all the way through 32. Actually, 33 and 34 also. Very beautiful verses, 33 and 34 as well. Krishna e dui varna sada jar mukhe athava Krishna ke tiho varne nijasukhe. The two syllables Krishna are always in his mouth, or he constantly describes Krishna with great pleasure. Krishna, vars- uh, Krishna varna shabder artha duita praman. Krishna Vinu Tarumukhe Nahi Aise An. These are two meanings of the word Krishna Varna. Indeed, nothing else but Krishna issues from his mouth. Keho Tare Bale Jadi Krishna Varan Ara Visheshane Tara Kare Nivaran. If someone tries to describe him as being of blackish complexion, the next adjective, Tvisha Akrishnam, immediately restricts him. Someone tries try to describe him as being of blackish complexion. The next adjective, Tvisha Akrishnam immediately restricts him. Deho Kantya Hoy Te Teho Akrishna Varan Akrishna Varane Kohe Pitavaran. His complexion is certainly not blackish. Indeed, his not being blackish indicates that his complexion is yellow. Shukla Raktastatha Pita. And then Shukla was explained by Karabhajan Muni in the Satya Yuga. Uh, Rakta was in, in uh, is described in Treta Yuga, I mean described as the incarnation of Treta Yuga, and uh, Krishna Varnam was in, you know, uh, I mean Krishna Shama, he was described as the Dwapar Yuga incarnation, and of course the Pita is the next, which is Kali Yuga, and the Sankirtan movement was explained. Wow, what is this? This is by Srila Rupa Goswami. This verse is Dvitiya Sri Chaitanya Ashtaka. 
శ్రీ చైతన్యాష్టక ద్వితీయ చైతన్యాష్టక మీన్స్ సెకండ్ చైతన్యాష్టక అష్టక మీన్స్ అ పోయమ్ ఆఫ్ ఎయిట్ వర్స్ అష్టక మీన్స్ ఎయిట్ సో ద్వితీయ చైతన్యాష్టక సో దోస్ దేర్ ఇస్ అ ప్రథమ చైతన్యాష్టక దట్ వర్స్ ఆల్సో వన్ వర్స్ ఆఫ్ దాట్ వన్ వర్స్ ఫ్రమ్ దాట్ విల్ కమ్ అ ఫ్యూ వర్సెస్ లేటర్ ఆఫ్టర్ దిస్ బట్ దిస్ ఇస్ ఫ్రమ్ ద ద్వితీయ చైతన్యాష్టక ద ఫస్ట్ వర్స్ కలోయం విద్వాంస స్ఫుటమభియజంతేద్యుతిభరాకృష్ణాంగం కృష్ణం మఖవిధిభిరుత్కీర్తనమయై ఉపాస్యం చాహోర్యమఖిల చతుర్థాశ్రమజుషా సో హియర్ హీ సెడ్ బై పర్ఫార్మింగ్ ద సాక్రిఫైస్ ఆఫ్ కాంగ్రగేషనల్ చాంటింగ్ ఆఫ్ ద హోలీ నేమ్ లర్న్ ఇట్స్ కాలర్స్ ఇన్ ద ఏజ్ ఆఫ్ కలీ వర్షిప్ లార్డ్ కృష్ణ హూ ఈస్ నౌ నాన్ బ్లాక్ ఇష్ వట్ ఇస్ దట్ వర్డ్ యూనో అకృష్ణాంగం కృష్ణం who is now non blackish because of the great upsurge of the feelings of shrimati radharani <laughs> krishna became so much absorbed um, so much upsurged by the feelings of radharani that his complexion changed to golden <laughs> and that is this chaitanya mahaprabhu you know how it is said here who is now non blackish because of the great upsurge of the feelings of shrimati radharani he is the only worshipable deity for the paramahamsas who have attained the highest stage of the fourth order sanyas may that supreme personality of godhead lord chaitanya show us his great causeless mercy this verse is uh, dvitiya shri chaitanya ashtaka 1 from the stavamala of shri shrila rupa goswami pratyakshataahar tapta kanchaner dyuti జహార్ ఛటాయ నాశే అజ్ఞాన తమస్తతి వన్ కెన్ వివిడ్లీ సీ హిస్ గ్లోయింగ్ కాంప్లెక్షన్ ఆఫ్ మోల్టన్ గోల్డ్ విచ్ డిస్పెల్స్ ద డార్క్నెస్ ఆఫ్ ఇగ్నరెన్స్ జీవేర్ కల్మష్ తమో నాశ జీవేర్ కల్మష్ తమో నాశకరి బారే అంగ ఉపాంగనామ నానా అస్త్రధరే ద సిన్ఫుల్ లైఫ్ ఆఫ్ ద లివింగ్ బీయింగ్స్ రిజల్ట్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ఇగ్నరెన్స్ to destroy their ignorance he has brought various weapons such as his plenary associates his devotees and the holy name bhaktir virodhi karma dharma va adharma tahar kalmash naam shai mahatamah such an important verse bhaktir virodhi karma dharma va adharma tahar kalmash naam shai mahatamah the greatest ignorance consists of activities whether religious or irreligious that are opposed to devotional service they are to be known as sins or kalmasha very very clear definition of what is sin religious activities are also classified as sins if they are opposing devotional service again bhaktir virodhi karma dharma va adharma తాహార కల్మషనాం శై మహాతమహ ద గ్రేటెస్ట్ ఇగ్నరెన్స్ కన్సిస్ట్ ఆఫ్ యాక్టివిటీస్ విచ్ వెదర్ రిలీజియస్ ఆర్ రిలీజియస్ దర్ ఆర్ అపోజ్ టు డివోషనల్ సర్వీస్ దే ఆర్ టు బి నోన్ యాజ్ సిన్స్ దాట్స్ వై దిస్ ఇస్ కంప్లీట్లీ ఇన్ అకార్డెన్స్ విత్ భగవద్గీత అండ్ భాగవతం రైట్ వై 
बिकॉज इन भगवद गीता देर इज दिस वर्स सर्वधर्मान परित्यज्य मामेकम शरणम व्रज अहम तां सर्वपापेभ्यो मोक्षयिष्यामि मासुचः सर्वधर्मान परित्यज्य अबैंडन ऑल वैरायटीज ऑफ रिलीजन धर्मान परित्यज्य हाउ ही केम फॉर धर्म संस्थापनार्थाय टू एस्टैब्लिश धर्म एंड हियर ही सेइंग सर्वधर्मान परित्यज्य गिव अप ऑल ऑल काइंड ऑफ धर्म व्हाट इज दैट मामेकम शरणम व्रज दिस इज रियल धर्म that i want to establish not the so called religious rituals and all kinds of whatever religious processes if you have forgotten that you have to surrender unto me exclusively mam ekam hmm. not mam cha mam cha sharanam raja you surrender to me also along with ganesh shiva muruga and all the demigods you surrender to me also no mam ekam sharanam raja sarvadharman parityajya that is what is real dharma so anything that is not surrender to krishna it is basically a sin i think i've done a tiktok video on that different shades of sins shades of gray you know black dark gray lighter gray lighter gray lighter gray almost white means that is pure as long as it is a little dark that is still gray so it may be termed as a, you know um pious activity but actually what is pious activity uh, just something which gets you a better place in this material world but that means we are still averse to the supreme personality of god is still averse to the devotional service to him that is still counted as sin actually so even the so called pious activities in this world are full of sin actually they are sin all kalmasha contamination because our pure state is not that our pure state constitutional position is not to commit pious activities in this material world it is to serve krishna that's it that is our real activity so and that is also stated in the bhagavatam shrimad bhagavatam in the very beginning dharma projhita kaitavotra parama nirmatsaranam satam dharma projhita kaitava atra atra means here in this bhagavatam dharma projhita kaitava kaitava dharma kaitava dharma kaitava means cheating kaitava dharma Projita, praujita, ujita means removed. Projita means completely removed with no possibility of entering again. That is Kaitava Dharma Projita from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Only devotional service. That's why it is said, Paramo Nirmatsaranam Satam Vedyam Vastavamatru Atravastu Shivadam Tapatrayon Mulanam. Srimad Bhagavate Mahamunikrite Kimva Parairishwara Sadyo Hridya Avarudhyate. अत्र कृतिभिशुश्रूषुभिस्तक्षणात् इमीडिएटली गेट्स डिवोशनल सर्विस दैट इज द भागवतम एंड इंटरेस्टिंगली ब्रह्म संहिता आल्सो सेज द सेम थिंग यू सी हियर लॉर्ड विष्णु इज स्पीकिंग टू लॉर्ड ब्रह्मा धर्मानन्यान परित्यज्य मामेकं भज विश्वसन Bhagavad Gita what he said? Sarva dharmaan parityajya. Here he said what? Dharmaan anyan parityajya. Everything other dharma will leave it aside. Then what is the dharma that will hold on to? Maamekam bhaja vishwasan. Only worship me. Except that other dharmas all you give up. Because actually they are all sins. In the name of dharma they are actually all dharma va dharma. That is today's verse. 
भक्तिर्विरोधी कर्म धर्म व अधर्म ताहार कलमशनाम शै महातम फुल ऑफ सिंस भक्तिर्विरोधी कर्म इज फुल ऑफ सिंस बाहुतुली हरी बोली प्रेम दृष्टि छाए कोरिया कलमशनाश प्रेमेते भाषाए बाहुतुली हरी बोली बाहुतुली हरी बोली मीन्स रेजिंग इज हैंड एंड हरी हरी प्रेम दृष्टि अचाए करिया कलमशनाश प्रेमेते भाषाए रेजिंग हिज आर्म्स चैंटिंग द होली नेम एंड लुकिंग अपॉन ऑल विद डीप लव ही ड्राइव्स अवे ऑल सिंस एंड फ्लड्स एवरी वन विद लव ऑफ गॉड हेड दिस इज चेतन महाप्रभु दैट्स वाई यू सी गौरनीता ऑलवेज दे आर लाइक दैट यू नो हैंड्स रेज संकीर्तन बाहुतुली हरी बोली so bahutuli means raising the arms so that's why Chet- i mean sankirtan we have to raise our arms and chant nicely dance hmm. sometimes i see devotees they just like that or like this putting their hand on the back supervisor is a supervisor uh, nicely chant uh, chant hare krishna hari boli bahutuli hari boli hmm. <coughs> nicely mom must chant and dance and sing loudly some sometimes devotees you know in the kirtan they dance or oh, dance like you know fully but forget to chant <laughs> huh simply dancing only what pub or club or what sankirtan movement chanting and dancing not only dancing chanting and dancing sankirtan hmm. you have to sing and dance at the same time not that only oh fully dance and then forget to sing what is that <laughs> hmm. ah this is the other verse from the dvitiya chaitanya ashtaka 8 from the stavamala of shri rupa goswami smita lokah shokam harati jagatam yasya parito girantu prarambha kushala patalim pallavayati ऑफ <laughs> by expanding their leaves taking shelter of his lotus feet invokes transcendental love of god at once this verse is dvitiya shri chaitanya ashtaka 8 from the stavamala of shri rupa goswami shri anga shri mukha jay kare darshan tar papak shay hoy paya prema dhan anyone who looks upon his beautiful body or beautiful face becomes freed from all sins and obtains the wealth of love of godhead अन्य अवतारे शब शैन्य शस्त्र संगे चैतन्य कृष्णेर शैन्य अंगे अंग उपांगे इन अदर इनकानेशन द लॉर्ड डिसेंडेंट विथ आर्मीज एंड वेपन्स बट इन दिस इनकानेशन हिज सोल्जर्स आर हिज प्लैनरी पार्ट्स एंड एसोसिएट्स दिस इज फ्रॉम द प्रथम चैतन्याष्टक वन ऑफ स्तवमाला फ्रॉम स्तवमाला ऑफ श्री रूप गोस्वामी इन टू ट्यून्स the tune that i just chanted that is also possible 
the other Jagannath Ashtakam tune is also possible. Sadopasya Shri Mandra Tamanuja Kayai Pranayita Bahad Bhirgirvana Irgirisha Parameshti Prabhrati Bhi Swabhakti Bhyashuddham Nija Bhajana Mudram Upadishan Sachaitanya Kimme Punarapidrishoryasyatipadam So the other tune is Sado Pasya Shreeman Dhritamanujakayai Pranayitam Vahadbhir Girvanair Girisha Parameshthi Prabhritibhi Swabhakti Bhyashuddham Nijabhajanamudram Upadishan Sachaitanya Kimme Punarabhidrishoryasyatipadam Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is always the most worshipable deity of the demigods including Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma who came in the garb of ordinary men bearing love for him. He instructs his own pure devotional service to his own devotees. Will he again be the object of my vision? Angopanga astra kare svakarya sadhan Anga shabder artha arushuno diyaman His plenary parts and associates perform the work of weapons as their own specific duties. Please hear from me another meaning of the word Anga. Anga Shabde Amsha Kohe Shastra Paraman Angera Avayava Upanga Vyakhyan. According to the evidence of the revealed scriptures, a bodily limb, Anga, is also called a part, Amsha, and a part of a limb is also is called a partial part, Upanga. Narayanastvam nahisarvadehinam Atmasyadhisha khila loka sakshi Narayanongam narabhujalayanat Tachapi satyam natavaivamaya This is by Lord Brahma himself. O Lord of Lords, you are the seer of all creation. You are indeed everyone's dearest life. Are you not therefore my father Narayan? Narayan refers to one whose abode is in the water born from Nara, Garbhodakashaya Vishnu, and that Narayan is your plenary portion. All your plenary portions are, trans- are transcendental. They are absolute and are not creations of Maya. This text was spoken to Lord Krishna by Brahma in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.14. Are you not Narayan? Hmm? Plenary portion, here you see. Narayanongam, Narayanaha Angam, Narayanongam. So, Anga and uh, Amsha, this is being explained. Jalashai Antaryami Jai Narayan, Sheho Tumar Amsha Tumi Mool Narayan. The manifestation of the Narayan who predominates in everyone's heart, as well as the Narayan who lives in the waters, Karana, Garbha, and Kshira is your plenary portion. You are therefore the original Narayan, Mool Narayan or Adi Narayan. Anga Shabde Amshakohe Sheho Satyahoy 
माया कार्य ना है शब चिदानंद माय the word anga indeed refers to plenary portion such manifestation should never be considered products of material energy or material nature for they are all transcendental full of knowledge and full of bliss purport in the material world if a fragment is taken from an original object the original object is reduced by the removal of that fragment hmm? but the supreme personality of godhead is not at all affected by the actions of maya the ishopanishad says ओम पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णात्पूर्णमुदच्य पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादा पूर्णमेवशिष्य द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड इज पर्फेक्ट एंड कंप्लीट एंड बिकॉज ही इज कंप्लीटली पर्फेक्ट ऑल इमेनेशंस फ्रॉम हिम सच एज दिस फिनोमिनल वर्ल्ड आर पर्फेक्टली एक्विप्ड एज कंप्लीट होल्स वट एवर इज प्रोड्यूस्ड ऑफ द कंप्लीट होल इज ऑल्सो इट्स इज ऑल्सो कंप्लीट इन इट्स सेल्फ बिकॉज ही इज द कंप्लीट होल इवन दो सो मेनी कंप्लीट यूनिट्स इमेनेट फ्रॉम हिम he remains a complete balance shri ishopanishad invocation in the realm of the absolute 1 plus 1 equals 1 and 1 minus 1 equals 1 therefore one should not conceive of a fragment of the supreme lord in the in the material sense in the spiritual world there is no influence of the material energy or material calculations of fragments in the 15th chapter of bhagavad gita the lord says that the living entities are his parts and parcels mamaivamsho jeevaloke jeevabhuta sanatana mamaiva amsha there are innumerable living entities throughout the material and spiritual universes but still lord krishna is full in himself to think that god has lost his personality because his many parts and parcels are distributed all over the universe is an illusion that is a material calculation such calculations are possible only under the influence of the material energy maya in the spiritual world the material energy is conspicuous only by its absence in the category of vishnu tatva there is no loss of power from one expansion to the next any more than there is a loss of illumination as one candle kindles another thousands of candles may be kindled by the by an original candle and all will have the same candle power in this way it is to be understood that although all the vishnu tatvas from krishna and lord chaitanya to ram and narsimha varaha and so on so on appear with different features in different ages all are equally invested with supreme potency it's like a tongue twister almost Huh? Any more than there is a loss of illumination as one candle kindles another. Thousands of candles may be kindled by the original candle, and all will have the same candle power. Candle kindle, <laughs> kindling candles. <coughs> so that, <coughs> so amsha or anga doesn't mean something of a lesser potency of a lesser. Of course, mamai amsha. In that sense, we are lesser always. Otherwise, you know, we cannot. we are dependent right we are ashrita tatva we are dependent that is amsha there is also amsha but amsha in the in the category of vishnu that amsha that plenary portion plenary means same power you know plenary means having the same power uh, so that is different we are not plenary portions of the lord not at all we are minute portions of the lord plenary portions are different from minute portions uh, <clears throat> demigods such as lord brahma and lord shiva come in contact with the material energy and their power and potency are therefore of different gradations all the incarnations of vishnu however are equal in potency for the influence of maya cannot even approach them advaita nityananda chaitanya dui anga angera avayavagan 
कहिए उपांग श्री अद्वैत प्रभु एंड श्री नित्यानंद प्रभु आर बोथ प्लेनरी पोर्शंस ऑफ लॉर्ड चैतन्य दस दे आर द लिम्स अंगस ऑफ हिज बॉडी सांगोपांगास्त्र पार्षदम द पार्ट्स ऑफ दीज टू लिम्स आर कॉल्ड उपांगस अंगोपांग तीक्ष्ण अस्त्र प्रभुर सहिते शेषब अस्त्र होय पाषांड दलिते दिस इज वेरी नाइस वर्स Thus, the Lord is equipped with sharp weapons in the form of His parts and plenary portions. All these weapons are com- competent enough to crush the faithless atheists. Again, pashanda dalite to trample the atheists. All these weapons are competent enough to crush the faithless atheists. Now, spurport. The word pashanda is very significant here. One who compares the supreme personality of Godhead to the demigods is known as a pashanda. Ah, uh-huh. where is that verse? वट इज दट नारायण नारायण तो हाउ डज दट स्टार्ट यस्तु नारायण देव ब्रह्म रुद्रादिदते समन वीक्षेता स पाषंडी भव्रुव पद्मपुराण वट इज दट यस्तु नारायण देव ब्रह्म रुद्रादिदते समन वीक्षेता स पाषंडी भव्रुव पाषंडी मीन्स एन एथीस्ट सो वन हू कन्सिडर्स लॉर्ड नारायण टू बी इक्वल टू ईवन सच ग्रेट डेमिगॉड एज ब्रह्म एंड शिव वॉट टू टॉक अबाउट अदर्स दरिद्र नारायण एंड बेगर ऑल्सो इज नारायण फोगेट अबाउट दैट दैट इज वर्स्ट ऑफ एंड एनी वे ईवन टू इक्वेट हिम विथ ब्रह्म एंड शिव द टॉप मोस्ट ऑफ द डेमिगॉड्स इफ वन डज दैट ही इज अलिश रेजिडेंट ऑफ हेल एंड ही इज अथीस्ट इज काउंटेड अमंग द एथीस्ट means he has no regard for the lord uh, actually there is a nice verse in mukundamala stotra what is that shudra rudra pitamah prabhritayah kitah samastah sura prithvi renu ranu bayamsi kanikah phalgus phulingolaghus tejo nishvasanam marut tanutaram randram susukshmam nabhah क्षुद्रा रुद्र पितामह प्रभृत कीटा समस्ता सुरा दृष्टे यारको विजयते श्रीपादूलिकणा वन सवसेव्य हेज बीन सीन हूज अवसेव्य नारायण द होल अर्थ बिकम्स नो ग्रेटर देन ए स्पेक ऑफ डस्ट ऑल द वॉटर्स ऑफ द ओशन बिकम मियर ड्रॉपलेट्स The totality of fire becomes a small, a minute spark. The winds become just a faint sigh, and the expanse of space becomes a tiny hole. That means what we consider so big and so vast and so you know expansive become insignificant when the Lord, when we look at the Lord, finish everything else is just completely immaterial, completely you know. minuscule in comparison with the lord that's why when dhruva maharaj is a perfect example he wanted the a uh, uh, position greater than his great grandfather brahma he wanted to be higher than brahma who can be higher than brahma in this material world but he wanted to be higher than brahma but when he saw the, and he did great meditation great severe meditation to see lord vishnu to get this boon but when he saw the lord just once then he opened his eyes he was stunned by the beauty of the lord so beautiful was his form <coughs> that he immediately said whatever i was looking for 
all this big big position the whole universe in my at my command is like a broken piece of glass who if a, if there is a broken piece of glass on the floor what would you do immediately to take get the broom and you know get get it and throw it in the dustbin because it's not only not valuable it also is dangerous <laughs> it's a nuisance it it pricks you and then blood comes out and it, it's just a disturbance broken piece of glass yeah so he just he just considered all that that big sovereignty over the universe as broken pieces of glass compared to the diamond or the gem the jewel that lord vishnu is so prithvi renu ranu payamsi kanika phalgo what is that spulinga laghu phalgu spulingo laghus laghus tejo स्फुलिंगो लघुस् तेजो निश्वसनम मरुतनुतरम फेन्ट साइन निश्वसनम रंध्रम सुसूक्ष्म नभ रंध्रम मीन सुसूक्ष्म वेरी वेरी टाइनी लाइक टाइनी मीन्स यू नो जस्ट लाइक वेरी वेरी टाइनी फाइन होल द होल एक्सपैंस ऑफ स्पेस इन अदर वर्ड्स वन विल नॉट बी इंटरेस्टेड इन एनीथिंग हु वुड बी इंटरेस्टेड इन अ स्पेक ऑफ डस्ट हु वुड बी इंटरेस्टेड इन अ ड्रॉप ऑफ वाटर who would be interested in a in a tiny tiny hole which nobody can see um, who would be interested in insects <laughs> so no if if one is really a devotee of krishna he will not be interested in the demigods demigods are you see here let's read the translation once our savior has been seen the whole earth becomes no greater than a speck of dust all the waters of the ocean become mere droplets the totality of fire becomes a minute spark who is interested in a minute spark nothing much it can do the winds become just a faint sigh and the expanse of space becomes a tiny hole great lords like rudra and grandfather brahma become insignificant not that you know krishna is here brahma is just below or shiva is just below no insignificant like nowhere close nowhere even remotely close that much difference between krishna and brahma and shiva infinite difference even though shiva is almost as powerful as the lord that almost you know the difference when we say almost the difference itself is infinite you know when almost means you know you can almost reach that level but when it can never reach this level it's infinitely far from that right infinitely i mean for eternity lord shiva can never be equal to lord vishnu the means he is always far away from being lord krishna he, i mean in fact so far away that he can never reach him he can never reach his status that means infinitely far away in, infin- infinitely insignificant everything that is lesser than him is insignificant uh, great lords like rudra and grandfather brahma become insignificant and all the demigods become like small insects uh, indeed even one particle of dust from our lord's feet conquers all of the demigods not the lord not the dust of the lord one particle of the dust of the lord from his feet so those who consider the demigods anywhere comparable to vishnu is an atheist pashandi so now what is said here um the word pashandi let's look at this अंगोपांग तीक्ष्णास्त्र प्रभुर्सहिते शैसव अस्त्र हई पाषंड दलिते 
Thus the Lord is equipped with sharp weapons in the form of his parts and plenary portions. All these weapons are competent enough to crush the faithless atheists. Purport. The word Pashanda is very significant here. One who compares the Supreme Personality of Godhead to the demigod is known as Pashanda. Pashandas try to bring the Supreme Lord down to a mundane level. Sometimes they create their own imaginary God or accept an ordinary person as God and advertise him as equal to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They are so foolish that they present someone as the next incarnation of Lord Chaitanya or Krishna, although his activities are all contradictory to those of a genuine incarnation. And thus they fool the innocent public. One who is intelligent and who studies the characteristics of the Supreme Personality of Godhead with reference to the Vedic context cannot be bewildered by the Pashandas. That's why it is so important that we read the scriptures. We need to know. We cannot be... We just can't be fooled like like left, right, center, that, that kind of thing that is happening in so-called Hinduism today. Pashandas or atheists cannot understand the pastimes of the Supreme Lord or transcendental loving service to the Lord. They cannot understand the pastimes of the Lord. They cannot understand the Lord's service also. They think that devotional service is no better than ordinary fruitive activities, karma. As the Bhagavad Gita 4.8 confirms, however, the Supreme Personality of Godhead and His devotees saving the righteous and chastising the miscreants Paritranaya sadhunam vinashayasha duskritam always curb these nonsensical atheists. Miscreants always want to deny the Supreme Personality of Godhead and put stumbling blocks in the path of devotion, devotional service. The Lord sends his bona fide representatives and appears himself to curb this nonsense. So, we have to speak against these people and expose them and educate the mass of people and what is wrong with this with these people and why we sh- why they shouldn't follow them and it is a great service it is a very very great service to save the people from the jaws of the crocodiles of the mayavadis nana taren nana matagraha sid vyaptam siddhanta sagaram sri chaitanya prabhum vande balopi adanugraha taren nana matagraha vyaptam siddhanta sagaram we have read that verse in the second chapter, first verse of Chaitanya Saritamrita Adilila. What is that? By the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one, even a child can easily cross the ocean which is infested with crocodiles of various philosophies. Grahavyaptam Siddhanta Sagaram. The ocean of philosophy. The philosophy, if it is compared, with, compared to an ocean, all these philosophers, especially the Mayavad and everything that is not devotional service, they're all like crocodiles and sharks. Uh, they are all called Graha. Uh, so, one, can, one should cross and by, by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. How? How by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? By following the six Goswamis. How to follow six Goswamis? Now we must follow Srila Prabhupada. So, we have to read his books, follow him and do all the sadhana and preach. And then, yes, definitely we will be protected. And we should also serve the Lord in that way. We have to defeat all this. Every other philosophy other than complete surrender to Krishna must be defeated. Must be defeated. That is the service. A very valuable service. Hmm. <coughs> to Krishna. That's why Krishna said, Yaidam paramam guhyam madbhakteshu abhidhasati. Uh, 1868 and 69. There is no one greater or more dear to me than the preacher. Because it is not easy job. Challenging the very 
core of maya these philosophers are the agents of maya very very strong agents and bewildering the whole mass of people and to save the people from the jaws of these crocodiles and sharks and give them to at the lotus feet of and of krishna that is a very very great service and for that these sharks and crocodiles have to be exposed and thoroughly defeated and that is a very very valuable service one must do see for one who explains the supreme secret to the devotees pure devotional service is guaranteed and then he will come back to me nachatasman manushyeshu kaschin me priyakrittamah bhavitana chametasmad anya priyataro bhuvi there is no servant in this world more dear to me than he nor will there ever be one more dear so the most dearest of his devotees is the one who preaches his message so we have to preach his message if you want shortcut to krishna then we have to preach chanting is already shortcut so preaching is even more shortcut the lord appears and send his bona fide representative uh, representatives to curb this nonsense this is very important next <coughs> 3.74 nityananda gosai sakshat haladhar haladhar advaitacharya gosai sakshat ishwar shri nityananda gosai is directly haladhar lord balram and advaitacharya is the personality of godhead himself श्रीवासादि पारिषद सैन्य संगे लया दुई सेनापति बुले कीर्तन करिया दीज टू कैप्टन्स विद सोल्जर्स सच श्रीवास ठाकुर ट्रैवल एवरीवेयर चांटिंग द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड पाषंड दलनवाना नित्यानंद राय आचार्य हुंकारे पाप पाषंडी पलाय लॉर्ड नित्यानंद वेरी फीचर्स इंडिकेट्स दट ही इज अ सब्ड्यूर ऑफ द अनबिलीवर्स ऑल सिंस एंड अनबिलीवर्स फ्ली फ्रॉम द लाउड शाउट्स ऑफ अद्वैत आचार्य संकीर्तन प्रवर्तक श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य संकीर्तन यज्ञ तारे भजे शैधन्य लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य इज द इनिशिएटर ऑफ संकीर्तन कॉन्ग्रिगेशनल चैंटिंग ऑफ द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड वन हू वर्शिप्स हिम थ्रू संकीर्तन इज फॉर्चुनेट इन डीड शेट सुमेध आर कुबुद्धि संसार सर्वयज्ञ होते कृष्ण नाम यज्ञ सार such a person is truly intelligent whereas others who have but a poor fund of knowledge must endure the cycle of b- repeated birth and death of all sacrificial performances the chanting of the lord's holy name is the most sublime yagyanam japa yagyosmi 10.25 of bhagavad gita of all yagyas i am japa yagya Purport. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the father and inaugurator of the Sankirtan movement. One who worships him by sacrificing his life, money, intelligence and words for the Sankirtan movement is recognized by the Lord and endowed with his blessings. All others may be said to be foolish. For all sacrifices in which a man can apply his energy, a sacrifice made for the Sankirtan movement is the most glorious. Again, all others may be said to be foolish. For... or of all sacrifices in which a man may apply his energy a sacrifice made for the sankirtan movement is the most glorious koti ashwamedha ek krishna namasam jay kahe shai pashandi dhande tarayam one who says that 10 million ashwamedha sacrifices are equal to the chanting of the holy name of lord krishna is undoubtedly an atheist he is sure to be punished by yamraj how many 10 million ashwamedha sacrifices you know ashwamedha sacrifice is a very very one second ashwamedha sacrifice is a very 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 
elaborate sacrificial performance. It cannot be done by, performed by even by Bill Gates of today. So much wealth and the Brahmanas must be very qualified. Everything has to be absolutely perfect and gorgeous and colossal scale. <clears throat> if 10 million of such yagyas are performed and if one considers such 10 million yagyas equal to the chanting of uh, one holy name of Krishna, he is uh, undoubtedly an atheist. That means uh, chanting of holy name is so much more powerful than 10 million Ashwamedha yagyas, one chant of the holy name of Krishna. So, <clears throat> purport, in the list of 10 kinds of offences in chanting the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hare Krishna, the eighth offence is Dharma Vrata Tyaga Hutadi Sarva Shubhakriya Samyam Api Pramadaha. One should never consider the chanting of the holy name of Godhead equals to, e, sorry, equal to pious activities like giving charity to Brahmanas or saintly persons. See, these are all already pious activities, but chanting a holy name is even higher. Opening charitable educational institutions, distributing free food and so on. The results of pious activities do not equal the results of chanting the holy name of Krishna. The Vedic scriptures say, Gokotidanam grahane khagasya prayaga gangodaka kalpavasaham yagyayutam eru suvarnadanam Govinda Kirtir Nasamam Shatam Shai. How nicely it is said. <coughs> Gokoti Dhanam Grahane Khagasya Prayaga Gango Dakakalpavasaha Yagyayutam Meru Suvarnadanam Govinda Kirtir Nasamam Shatam Shai. Even if one distributes 10 million cows in charity during an eclipse of the sun, or lives at the confluence of the Ganges and Yamuna for millions of years. Or gives a mountain of gold in sacrifice to the Brahmanas. Meru Suvarnadanam. Meru mountain. The Meru mountain is far, 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 far higher than the uh, Mount Everest. Mount Everest is only less than one, one Yojana high. You know, Mount Meru is 20,000 Yojanas. One Yojana is 8 miles. 20,000 yojanas high, I think, maybe I'm getting it even wrong, maybe 100,000 yojanas high, 20,000 yojanas wide, I think, I think so, I'm not very sure, but in, in those thousands, it is yojanas, you know, it is not even one yojana, this, this Mount Everest, it's nothing, you see, then Meru Suvarnadanam, Yagyayutam Meru Suvarnadanam, huh? So even if he does 10 million cows in charity during the eclipse of the sun, lives at the confluence of the Ganga and Yamuna in Prayag for millions of years, and or he gives mountain of gold in sacrifice to the Brahman, he does not earn one hundredth part of a merit of the merit derived from chanting Hare Krishna. Not not equal to Hare Krishna, huh? not even equal to one hundredth of the benefit of chanting Hare Krishna. How how powerful is this chanting? And we, with our mouths, in the beginning of this lesson, I was starting with the point that we humans should should use, um, should play to our strengths. As every animal is playing to its own strength, we have to play, play to our strength. Our strength is that we don't have jaws like the crocodile or the shark or the tiger or the lion. 
but we have and we have we don't have long tongues like the frog but we have a tongue which can chant hare krishna which the animals don't have they have big big mouths but they cannot chant hare krishna with our so called not powerful mouth we can do the most powerful thing in this universe most powerful thing tasmat sankirtanam vishnor jagannamangalamam hasam mahatam api kauravya vidhyaikantik anishkritam 6331 of shrimad bhagavatam the most auspicious activity in the entire universe is the chanting of the holy names of krishna and that most active most auspicious activity we can do with our mouth which the animals cannot do so why should we imitate them in what they are doing let them do what they are doing we have to do what we have to do and in fact if we do what we do then we can help not only the humans but even the ants or the frogs or whoever listens to us we don't we can't go to the lion and chant hare krishna there but at least you know whatever we can even the animals the plants that hear the kirtan they also get purified that much power we have we can connect with god now a uh, um, a tiger or a lion has the mouth to grab a deer we have the mouth to grab god to grab krishna hare krishna krishna is already in our mouth we have grabbed krishna that kind of powerful mouth we have far more powerful than the mouth of the crocodile or the shark or the whale or the anything but we have to chant attentively uh, chant with respect with you know with full um, uh, what is that trinada bisuni chera in all humility tolerance so this is this is required so we have to we have to contemplate on the greatest blessing that we have that with our mouth we can chant hare krishna but kaliyuga population is so unfortunate that even after getting this big big opportunity ಪಾಶಂಡೇತ Oh king in the age of kali people's intelligence will be diverted by atheism thanks to all the rascal so called gurus who are coming and preaching rubbish and they will almost never offer sacrifice to the supreme personality of godhead who is the supreme spiritual master of the universe although the great personalities who control the three worlds all bow down to the lotus feet of the Lord, supreme lord the petty and miserable human beings of this age will not do so this is called dog obstinacy the dog obstinacy we are obstinate as the dog the tail of the dog will never go straight always go we are like that in kaliyuga yannamadheyam riyamana aturaham patanskhalan va vivasho grinan kuman vimukta karmar gala uttamam gatim prapnoti yakshyanti natam kalau janah terrified about to die a man collapses on his bed although his voice is faltering and he is hardly conscious of what he is saying if 
he utters the holy name of the supreme lord he can be freed from the reaction of his fruitive work and achieve the supreme destination that much powerful this is but still people in the age of kali will not worship the supreme lord this is our great misfortune king kulashekar श्रीनाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्रीकृष्ण भक्त प्रियचक्रपाणे श्रीपद्मनाभाच्युतकैटभारे श्रीराम पद्माक्ष हरे मुरारे अनंतवैकुंठमुकुंद कृष्ण गोविंद दामोदर माधवेति वक्तुं समर्थो वक्तु समर्थो पिनवाक्तिकनाख्यमेंटिंग ओ श्रीनाथ नारायण वासुदेव डिवाइन कृष्ण ओ फ्रेंड ऑफ द डिवोटीज ओ चक्रपाणी पद्मनाभाच्युत कैटभारी राम पद्माक्ष हरी मुरारी ओ अनंत वैकुंठ मुकुंद कृष्ण गोविंद दामोदर माधव ऑल दो ऑल पीपल कैन एड्रेस यू विज नेम्स स्टिल दे रिमेन साइलेंट just see how eager they are for their own peril i am telling you some devotees are there they come to kirtan out of all the places in the world they have come to the most auspicious way you know place where there is kirtan and in the kirtan they stand like this you to beg them to chant it should not be like this it should chant chant fully from your heart Uh, why why we should keep silent especially in kirtan i mean that is most unfortunate right we have to use our tongues to the best of our ability we don't need to imitate animals and get muscles like them we capture krishna with our mouth let the lions capture deer and capture some dead bodies some you know whatever we capture krishna uh, that is what we should do with our mouth that power krishna has given to us to capture him but instead we talk all rubbish <clears throat> that's why even in this other verse also 38 aascharyam etadhi manushya loke sudham parityajya visham pibanti namani narayana gocharani tyaktvanya vachah kuhaka pathanti नामानि नारायण गोचराणि त्यक्तवान्यवाच कुहका पठन्ति द ग्रेटेस्ट वंडर इन ह्यूमन सोसाइटी इज दिस पीपल आर सो इनकरेजेबल दैट दे रिजेक्ट द लाइफ गिविंग नेक्टर ऑफ लॉर्ड नारायणस नेम्स एंड इंस्टेड ड्रिंक पॉइजन बाय स्पीकिंग एवरीथिंग एल्स सो वी जस्ट जस्ट ट्राई टू अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट इज द यू नो glory of chanting hare krishna although it is so simple it is not something to be taken lightly in other words one who accepts the chanting of hare krishna to be some kind of pious activity is completely misled of course it is pious but the real fact is that krishna and his name being transcendental are far above all mundane pious activity pious activity is on the material platform but chanting on the, of the holy name of krishna is completely on the spiritual plane <clears throat> therefore although pashandis do not understand this pious activity can never compare to the chanting of the holy name 
भागवत संदर्भ ग्रंथेर मंगलाचरणे श्लोक जीव गोसाय करियान व्याख्यान व्याख्याने इन दि इन दि ऑस्पिशियस इंट्रोडक्शन टू द भागवत संदर्भ श्रील जीव गोस्वामी हेज गिवन द फॉलोइंग वर्स इज एन एक्सप्लेनेशन भक्त वीरेंद्र इज सेइंग सेवन मुखे ही जिह वादो यस सेवन मुखे ही जिह वादो विथ आवर टंग वी हैव टू स्टार्ट कैप्चरिंग द लॉर्ड बाय सेवा बाय चांटिंग द होली नेम सो जीव गोस्वामी हेज कंपोज दिस वर्स अंत कृष्ण बहिर्गौर दर्शितांगादिवैभव कलौ संकर्तनाश्रिताचैतन्य महाप्रभु हूज औवर्डली ऑफ अ फेर कॉम्प्लेक्शन बट इज इनवर्डली कृष्ण हिमसेल्फ इन दिस एज ऑफ कली हि डिस्प्लेज हिज एक्सपैंशन हिज अंगस एंड उपांगस by performing congregational chanting of the holy name of the lord now this antah krishnam bahir gauram what is the time now oh wow we are at 10 o'clock we have crossed 10 wow 10 12 okay we have only i think four verses but let's see so let's see <coughs> this is purport in this very nice explanation is given in the purport shrila jiva goswami has placed the verse from shrimad bhagavatam quoted in text 52 krishna varnam tusha krishnam uh, in 50 text 52 of this chapter which is 11532 of shrimad bhagavatam as the auspicious introduction to his bhagavat sandarbha or shat sandarbha he has composed this text 81 hmm? which is in effect an explanation of the bhagavatam verse as the second verse of the same work So Bhagavat Sandarbha starts with Krishna Varnam Tusha Krishnam verse, and second verse is this verse, which is explanation or commentary on that verse. <coughs> and again, Antah Krishnam Bahir Gauram, Krishna Varnam Tusha Krishnam. He is explaining as Antah Krishnam Bahir Gauram, Darshita Angadi Vaibhavam. Um, you can see Darshita means displayed, Anga means limbs, Adi beginning with the means Anga Upanga. वैभवम एक्सपैंशन कलौ संकर्तनाद्यम यज्ञ संकर्तन प्राय यजंती सुमेधस कृष्णवर्णम दुषा कृष्ण सांगोपांगास्त्र पार्षद कलौ संकर्तनाद्यम कृष्णचैतन्यश्रिता हाउ इज एक्सप्लेनिंग दिस् वर्स फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवत वॉज इनशियेटेड बै करभाजन वन ऑफ द नाइन ग्रेट सेजस् and it is elaborately explained by the sarva samvadini you see this i did it so one of the nine sages and it is elaborately explained by the sarva samvadini jeeva goswami's commentary on his own shat sandarbha <laughs> he wrote shat sandarbha shat means six sandarbha means you know uh, context you know like he philosophically he really explained in very great detail and then he wrote a commentary on his own work sarva samvadini which is elaborate uh, commentary of his own shat sandarbha just imagine how watertight he must have written everything all the philosophical doctrines everything is defeated and established devotional service as supreme krishna consciousness krishna bhakti as supreme that is the contribution of jeeva goswami in his shat sandarbha so in that sarva samvadini he explained 
Antaha Krishna refers to one who is always thinking of Krishna. Of course, we know Antaha Krishna, Antaha Krishna, Bahir Gauram means actually is Krishna, but outside he has a complexion of Gaura. But there is another meaning also. Antaha Krishna means to one who is always thinking of Krishna. This attitude is a predominant feature of Srimati Radharani. Krishna Radharani has Krishna in her uh, in her heart. Antaha Krishna. Uh, there is that uh, nice song by Rupa Goswami. What is that? Um, Krishna Mai Radha. Um, Krishna Prema Mai Radha. Radha Prema Mayo Harihi. So that beautiful song. In that he says um, also. Um, in Krishna's heart Radha is there and Radha's heart Krishna is there so Antaha Krishna is actually Radharani the predominant feature of Radharani even though many devotees always think of Krishna none can surpass the gopis among whom Radharani is the leader in thinking of Krishna Antaha Krishna means every in fact uh, who is that uh, Narutam Das Thakur has said Tumara Hriday Sada Govinda Vishram he is uh, what is that? Um, uh, Vaishnav Gosai. He is uh, singing a song about glorifying the Vaishnavas. So there he said, Tumar Hriday Sada Govinda Vishram. Govinda, Lord Govinda takes rest peacefully in your heart, in the devotee's heart. That means every devotee is Antaha Krishna, especially the pure devotees who are on, constantly meditating on Krishna. They are Antaha Krishna. But among all the devotees who are Antaha Krishna, hmm, Yomam Pashyati Sarvatra Sarvam Chamai Pashyati Tasyahamna Pranashyami Sachamena Pranashyati in Bhagavad Gita also 629-630 All these point to the same thing that everybody thinks, you know, that what is the other one? 9468 Sadhubir Grasta Hridayo Bhaktair Bhakta Janapriya That is 9463 Sadhubir Grasta Hridayo That means the Lord, the devotees have captured the Lord in the heart Sadhubir Grasta Hridayo Antaha Krishna. So 9468 also is like that. What is that? Um, forgot. That. Sadhavo Hridayam Mahyam Sadhunam Hridayam Tvaham Madanyatena Janantim Naham Tebhyo Managapi. The pure devotee is always within the core of my heart. And I am always in the heart of the pure devotee. This is Antah Krishna. My devotees do not know anything else but me and I do not know anyone else but them. So this is a very intimate relationship. But of all, of all Antah Krishna devotees, Ramya Kachadupasana Vrajavadhu Vargenaya Kalpita The gopis are the topmost. And among the gopis, Radharani is the... Uh, that is explained by Rupa Goswami where? The nectar of instruction. In the tenth, Karme Bhyaha Karme Hare Priyataya Vyaktim Yayur Gyaninas Te Bhyogyana Vimukta Bhakti Paramaha Premaikanishthastata Te Bhyastaha Shupala Pankaja Drishas Ta Bhyopisaradhika Preshthatadvadiyam tadiya sarasi tam nashrayet kahakriti. You see, 
in the shastra it is said that of all types of fruitive workers he who is advanced in knowledge of the higher values of life is favored by the supreme lord hari out of many such people who are advanced in knowledge gyani is one who is practically liberated by virtue of his knowledge may take to devotional service he is superior to the others however one who has actually attained the prema pure love of krishna is superior to him the gopis are exalted above all the advanced devotees because they are always totally dependent upon shri krishna the supreme cowherd boy among the gopis shrimati radharani is the most dear to krishna her kunda lake is as profoundly dear to lord krishna as this most beloved of the gopis who then will not reside at radha kund and in a spiritual body so charged with ecstatic devotional feelings aprakrita bhava render loving service to the divine couple shri shri radha govinda who perform their ashtakalya leela the eternal eightfold daily pastimes indeed those who execute devotional service in the banks of the radha kund are the most fortunate people in the universe so radharani is so high she is the best of the devotees in fact next verse also ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ಯೋಚೈಪ್ರಣಯವಸತಿಜಭೂಮಿ Shrimati Radharani is certainly the most treasured object of Krishna's love and in every respect <coughs> her divine kunda Radha kunda <coughs> kunda means lake is described by great sages as similarly dear to him undoubtedly Radha kunda is very rarely attained even by the great devotees therefore it is even more difficult for ordinary devotees to attain if one simply bathes once within those holy waters one's pure love of Krishna is fully aroused so this is Radharani's glories <coughs> Okay. So Anta Krishna refers to one who is always thinking of Krishna this attitude is a predominant feature of Shrimati Radharani even though many devotees always think of Krishna none can surpass the gopis among whom Radharani is a leader in thinking of Krishna Radharani's Krishna consciousness surpasses that of all other devotees Lord Chaitanya accepted the position of Shrimati Radharani to understand Krishna therefore he was always thinking of Krishna in the same way as Radharani by thinking of Krishna he always overlapped Krishna Shri Krishna Chaitanya who was outwardly very fair with a complexion like molten gold simultaneously manifests it manifested his eternal associates opulences expansions and incarnations he preached the process of chanting hare krishna and those who are under his lotus feet are glorious upapurane shuni shri krishna vachan kripa kori vyasa prati kariyachen kathan in the upapuranas we hear shri krishna showing his mercy to vyasadev by speaking to him as follows krishna spoke to vyasadev who is again his own incarnation <coughs> what did he say this is in the upapuranas ahameva kvachit brahman sanyasashramam ashritah hari bhaktim grahayami kalau papahatan naran oh learned brahmana sometimes i accept the renounced order of life to induce the fallen people of the age of kali to accept devotional service to the lord sometimes so you see krishna is himself speaking to vyasadev in the upapuranas so this is all stated this is the evidence again vedic evidence of chaitanya mahaprabhu's incarnation bhagavata bharata shastra agam puran chaitanya krishna avatare prakata praman shrimad bhagavatam the mahabharat the puranas and other vedic literatures all give evidence to prove that lord shri krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu is the incarnation of krishna 
प्रत्यक्ष देखन नाना प्रकट प्रभाव अलौकिक कर्म अलौकिक अनुभाव वन कैन ऑल्सो डायरेक्टली सील और चैतन्यज मैनिफेस्ट इन्फ्लुएंस इन हिज अनकॉमन डीड्स एंड अनकॉमन कृष्णा कॉन्शियस रियलाइजेशन सो दीज आर द इंडिकेशन दट कृष्णा चैतन्य महाप्रभु इज कृष्णा हिमसेल्फ सो दीज आर द वेदिक एविडेंसेज सो मेनी वेदिक रेफरेंसेज वर कोटेड इन दिस एंड आचार्य इज गिविंग देर ओन इलेबरेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट्स विद देर ओन कंपोजिशन ऑफ श्लोकास so in that in that way we have studied further vedic evidence of lord chaitanya's uh, as the incarnation of krishna now i would like to stop here and take any questions that we have first question bhakta virendra those devotees who follow shri prabhupada's four regulative principles chant 16 rounds daily read prabhupada's books associated with devotees and are following parampara system however these devotees have not yet accepted initiation since their guru has not initiated them then what is the destination of such devotees who are in parampara and are also serving their guru and krishna um let's go to this see why first of all not initiated i want to know why it only takes sincerity and if one is you know sincerely serving krishna under the guidance of devotees why he will not be initiated why we should find a justification for something a devotee who is not initiated but they still doing service anyway here in the vishnu yamala it is stated this i am reading from the purport of cc madhyalila 15.108 adikshitasya vamoru kritam sarvam nirarthakam pashuyonim vapnoti diksha virahito janah unless one is initiated by a bona fide spiritual master all his devotional activities are useless a person who is not properly initiated can descend again into the animal species so initiation is very important and why i mean shri prabhupada is there i mean so if we work with the devotees under the guidance of the devotees who are connected to shri prabhupad and who follow this ritvik system established by shri prabhupad we can definitely get diksha why not why we have to find some justification of what how can devotees who are not initiated you know they can also progress to progress take initiation initiation is the solid beginning of your devotional service you are signing up a contract with the spiritual master all right i'm going to do this i'm going to surrender my life to you and nothing else that is the meaning of initiation but if i want to just you know be like an armchair speculator and you know do nothing really serious in devotional service and i'm unable to uh, unwilling to surrender to the spiritual master then i cannot get initiated right so we should get initiated of course whatever one does is always to his benefit but still the and of course it is not that initiation means okay now i am saved i am going back to godhead no 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 that is just the beginning again then we have to solidly follow now no one will be no shortcut you know not like okay let me take initiation and after that i am relaxed you know full relax full relax what <laughs> you not full relax it's all is called full relapse relapse material all material disease will relapse uh, not relax if we try to relax spiritually then we will fall into relapse material disease relapse so we got to relax spiritually uh, we have to be very strict uh, and follow everything 
under the guidance of devotees humble okay next question by bhakti rajanya then the planets can give indication of how illusion influence our life uh, yeah i mean the very fact we are here is very illusion but it doesn't really um, uh, it doesn't matter whatever it is whether we are going through sani dasha or rahu dasha or ketu dasha or guru dasha or whatever dasha we are going through every dasha is full of problems only um, but whether or not there are problems our spiritual life cannot be hampered apratihata there is no condition in this material world that can check in fact i'm telling you honestly most devotees become serious devotees in their sani dasha <laughs> or rahu dasha or ketu dasha. they become they become serious in that time why because they are hit with so many you know kain so they will they become serious in fact when the time is like so too good we forget krishna you know and then we are just you know surfing the wave the high wave of you know so called good times and then when the wave disappears from under our feet and then we fall all the way ah oh, then it's going to be suffering so but in this time of suffering it is and of course even that so called enjoyment of good times is just a waste of time it is a distraction we distracted from our original duty to serve krishna by either happiness or distress both are distractions the real duty is to serve krishna hmm. so um it doesn't really matter of what influence what influence we are under we just have to chant hari krishna everything will be gone So, uh, Venugopal Prabhu is asking, but we see some parihara also in shastras for planets movement on us, right, Prabhu? If bad, yes, these are these are for the non-devotees. For the non-devotees, they want to counter something. They they have to do some, you know, uh, what is that uh, parihara or um, what is the other word? Uh, atonement. What is the other word? Krishna. श्रीमद भागवत कांटो सिक्स चैप्टर वन टैक्स नाइन प्रायश्चित नेक्स्ट वर्स दृष्टश्रुताभ्यापम जानन अप्यात्मनोहित कौति भूयो विवश प्रायश्चित्थो कथम Parishit Maharaj said, "One may know that sinful activity is injurious for him because he actually sees that a criminal is punished by the government and rebuked by people in general, and because he hears from scriptures and learned scholars that one is thrown into hellish conditions in the next life for committing sinful acts. Nevertheless, in spite of such knowledge, one is forced to commit sins again and again, even after performing acts of atonement. Then, what is the value of such atonement?" Then he said further, "Kachin nivartate bhadrat." क्वचिच्छरति तत्पुनः प्रायश्चित्तं मथोपार्थं मन्ये कुञ्जरशौचवत् समटाइम्स वन हु इज वेरी अलर्ट सो एज नॉट टू कमिट सिनफुल एक्ट्स इज विक्टिमाइज्ड बाय सिनफुल लाइफ अगेन आई देयरफॉर कंसीडर दिस प्रोसेस ऑफ रिपीटेड सिनिंग एंड अटोनिंग टू बी यूजलेस इट इज लाइक बेथिंग ऑफ एन एलिफेंट व्हिच फॉर एन एलिफेंट क्लेंजेस इटसेल्फ बाय टेकिंग अ फुल बाथ बट देन थ्रोस डस्ट ओवर इट्स हेड एंड बॉडी एज़ सून एज़ इट रिटर्न्स टू द लैंड सो दिस दिस परिहार एंड ऑल दिस इज लाइक दिस
तैस्थान्यघापूयते तपोदानव्रतादिभि नाधर्मजम तदृदयम तद अपि शांघ्रिसेवया ऑल दो वन मे न्यूट्रलाइज द रिएक्शंस ऑफ सिनफुल लाइफ थ्रू ऑस्टेरिटी यू चैरिटी वाउज एंड अदर सच मेथड्स दीस पाइस एक्टिविटीज कैन नॉट अप्रूव द मैटेरियल डिजायर्स इन वन्स हार्ट हाउएवर इफ वन सर्व्स द लोटस फीट ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड इट इज इमीडिएटली फ्रीड फ्रॉम ऑल सच कंटामिनेशंस सी दैट एंड ऑफ कोर्स दिस वर्स 6331 देयर आर मेनी सच वर्सेस इन फैक्ट इवन इन विष्णु पुराण इट इज देयर अप्रारब्धफल पापम कूटंबीज फलोन्मुखम क्रमेण प्रलीयेत विष्णुभक्तिरतात्मना सेम थिंग तस्मात्कर्तन विष्णु जगन्मंगलमंहसम महताम कौरव्य विध्यकांतिष्कृत सिक्स थ्री थर्टी वन वाइ डि किंग द चाटिंग ऑफ द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड इज एबल टू अप्रूव इवन द रियाक्शन द ग्रेटेस्ट सेंस देफ द चाटिंग ऑफ द संकर्तन मूवमेंट इज द मोस्ट ऑस्पिशियस एक्टिविटी इन द एंटर यूनिवर्स प्लीज ट्राई टू अंडरस्टैंड दिस अदर्स विल टेक इट सीरियसली so this is the best process we are solving the problem at its root hmm. therefore this atonement all this parihara prashita all this prabhupada said krishna can flick millions of rahus with one toe of his lotus feet so it is just takes shelter of krishna abhay charanaravinda abhay charanar fearless lotus feet never mind let the rahu come let the ketu come let the what is going to happen max i'm going to die right Parishit Maharaj going to die. Must have been Rahu or Ketu, whatever planet must have come. What did he do? Thank you. Seven days only, right? Finish. Give my kingdom up immediately. Give up everything. Go to the Ganga. Here Bhagavatam. Die. Nicely, fully Krishna conscious. I am ready. Let that snake bird or whatever it is come. I will take on the challenge. Take on the challenge. Not fight with this snake bird. Let it bite me. It looked like a very inauspicious thing. After the whole Bhagavatam was recited, and he snake bird came and he was burned by burned by it, and it looks like very no, only devotees will understand. Uh, in this whole curse, in this whole thing, the most beautiful thing came out, the Bhagavatam. So the devotees can make the best, the Purana Mamalam, the best of the Vedic scriptures, emanated from the worst curse of the Brahmana, without any mistake of Parishad Maharaj. that shringi boy the brahmana boy he cursed parishad maharaj i mean one of the worst mistakes he've ever done in fact that was the beginning of kaliyuga the corruption of the brahmanas started with shringi who cursed parishad maharaj to die within 7 days for no fault of his huh? and that horrible incident became the most beautiful incident because it was the exemplary uh, character of parishad maharaj he he showed the entire world how to die He showed the world how to die. The Pandavas showed us how to live, and Parishit Maharaj showed us how to die. And this is the you know, and even of course Bhishma Dev, you know, he also showed us how to die. So these are the examples, you know. It's it's. <coughs> uh, he he doesn't need oh some oh curse happened. Okay okay, let me do some pariharam. Maybe this is Ketu, you know. Maybe this is Rahu, or maybe some Shani came. Huh? Something some eclipse came or something happened. Grahana. Now let's do Navagraha puja. He did not do Navagraha puja. He went to gave up everything. He he was actually <laughs> already king of the whole earth planet. This uh, graha, this this earth. He gave up that graha also. On one graha he was a lord of. That also he gave up graha. And then he went to the Ganga, Bhagavatam. 
and people from many many sages from many many planets they came all these planets which are so called influential planets astrological whatever planets sages from those planets came and heard the bhagavatam with him <laughs> uh, and then today today we are discussing bhagavatam all because of parikshit maharaj's um, um, proper perspective and his proper action he is he has you know illuminated the whole world with this light of the bhag purana arko dhunoditah you know 1343 krishne swadhamo pagate dharma gyanadi bhisah kalau nashta drishamesha purana arko dhunoditah this bhagavat purana is as brilliant as the sun and it has risen just after the departure of lord krishna to his own abode accompanied by religion knowledge etc persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in the age of kali shall get light from this purana and that came out of the worst mistake of this boy parishit maharaj made it into the, into the most beautiful incident well that is prashtita right next next question sailaja devidasi what is the shortcut way to go back to godhead within this lifetime itself i just want to make sure not to return here in this material world please help well <laughs> who doesn't like a shortcut right we always like to cut corners so yeah so chaitanya mahaprabhu knows our attitude that's why he gave us a holy name hare krishna and even more shortcut than holy name if you want preach preach it to others then even more mercy shortcut means preaching really shortcut if you want go back to godhead prabhu said preach even more shortcut than chanting hare krishna of course it is not that we give up chanting okay i will only preach only nothing else we cannot preach if we don't chant are apani aachari karu what is that apani aachari sikhaymu bhakti bhakti sikhaymu sabare i will first of all follow and then i will teach others how can i teach others if i don't follow myself so of course i have to chant but i have to teach others <coughs> that is shortcut <laughs> shortcut you you really want to make sure you don't want to come here then preach preach jare dekha tar kaha krishna upadesh and chant hari krishna and read nicely prabhupad preach that's all we can do next question by bhakta virendra the supreme lord appears in pita color for kaliyuga however lord chaitanya is known as gauranga or white in color bhakta virendra <laughs> gaura means fair yellow is also considered fair yeah golden it's not dark it's bright fair hmm. gauranga if you want to debate you go and debate with chaitanya why you are debating <laughs> what kind of question i mean come on shukla means especially white gaura means white i mean fair gaura means fair um, fair is yellow is also fair bright color on the bright brighter side krishna is darker side shama is darker side hmm. like that kem next question by bhakta virendra preaching becomes difficult to those who follow different philosophies have their own mindset belong to various religious background and most of the people in this world are in sense gratification to whom preaching krishna consciousness is not that easy uh, nobody is saying it's easy 
but if you take shelter of chaitanya mahaprabhu even the most difficult thing will become easier uh, we should try our best first of all we follow and then we preach as much as possible distribute prabhupada's books i mean best preaching is distribute prabhupada's books prabhupada's books our preaching should be to the point that they take prabhupada's book and of course it's not that after that stop preaching okay now prabhupada will take care yeah prabhupada will take care provided that person reads also so if he doesn't read it is again our our duty to push him hey did you read the book or not you took the book what happened what happened did you read uh, how much you read what do you share what you what you read uh, let 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 him speak what he read what he understood um, then we can show more and more things you know like that you know this is how training you know prabhupada said making devotees is one thing training devotees is another thing hmm. train devotees as well making devotees is just just half of the job training devotees in fact we only one tenth of job but 90% is training them <laughs> blood sweat and tears have to be you know given up i mean for training at one single devotee next question of bhakta virendra will the mind concentrate on holy names if we walk while chanting even if we sit while chanting the mind will not focus on the holy name because our mind is like a monkey we have a dress of a monk but our mind is like a monkey <laughs> so <coughs> so the, our mind will go here and there even if we sit down also not only walking it does not depend on walking or sitting it is about whether i am hearing what i am saying that is attentiveness never said about what your legs are doing what is your ear doing when our mouth is chanting that is that is hearing <coughs> but if our mind is like monkey and our dress is like a monk then we are cheating ourselves so we have to you know become it's a practice i mean we have to that's the whole practice that to become more um become more i mean uh, what is that concentrate more every time the mind will go and every time we have to bring it back that is the whole practice bringing it back to the holy name bhagavad gita chapter 6 text 26 yato yato nischalati manas chanchalam asthiram tatastato niyamya itad atman eva vasham nayet from wherever the mind wanders due to its flickering and unsteady nature one must certainly withdraw it and bring it back under the control of the self mind wanders here and then bring it back again into the hearing of the holy names <coughs> all right i think that's the end of the session thank you very much shri chaitanya mahaprabhu ki jai shri chaitanya charitamrita ki jai krishnadas kaviraj goswami ki jai shad goswami ki jai shrila prabhupad ki jai ananta kodi vaishnavrind ki jai gaurnitai bhagwan ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna